0: This is Papa Smurf. You're listening to Our Lifestyle, the podcast with ODB and the Mayor. Yo, 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 it's ODB, Our Lifestyle podcast. And we want to remind you that Bayou Showdown is going down later this year in Slidell, Louisiana at The Harbor Center. That's 100 Harbor Center Boulevard, again, in Slidell, Louisiana. Bayou Showdown is November 20th and 21st. It's the weekend before Thanksgiving, so get on out and support the scene, including Custom Cars Show Productions in conjunction with Mr. Sean Randall. Bayou Showdown, November 20th and 21st, Slidell, Louisiana. Check that hashtag, Bayou Showdown, or Facebook, Bayou Showdown, for more information. Yo, 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 yo. It's our lifestyle podcast, also known as OLP. Thanks so much for coming back every single week and rocking with us. We appreciate all the support. Now, Miggity Mike, the mayor, luckily he did not dial in, but check this out. I did talk to him just a little bit ago. He's out gallivanting up north to a local show at night here in the Clearwater area. And I am hopefully going to talk to him just in a little bit. And I said, Mike, listen, man, people were waiting for these trivia questions. So dude, don't keep ducking us. You know what I mean? Now we want to thank our two title sponsors. We have Custom Car Show Productions. Their next event is Bayou Showdown. That's in conjunction with with Mr. Sean Randall. That's going down, of course, the weekend before Thanksgiving in Slidell, Louisiana. That's the 19th, 20th, and 21st. I think it's technically the 20th and 21st, but you know how people do. They roll in on Friday. Look up Bayou Showdown on Facebook. Uh, It is uh, going down. I think all of the indoor spots are gone. Uh, Make sure you hit up Sean Randall uh, for more information. The artwork looks amazing. Cannot wait for that one. Biggity Mike the Mayor will be out there. Now, we also want to thank Mini Truck Showdown for coming on board with us, and we're going to be out there June 3rd through the 5th of 2022 in Vegas. I made a post the other day, and it was pretty cool to see so many people chime in. Even Tim Berendez, the OG, said, yo, now I got time to plan. So we're looking forward to it. Uh, I think it's quickly going to become the biggest, baddest mini truck show on the west coast and that's saying a lot so tip of the cap to the entire team cory and all the good folks out there so uh, and then don't forget they also have kern county showdown which is going to be the first weekend in february kern county fairgrounds if you're a mini trucker you're on the west coast make sure you check out these events so as i mentioned uh, i did try to kick mike off this week but i was like you know I rambled on with so much crap last week. You know, we kind of need to get another person's perspective. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's Mike just trying to get out of working. You know, he just wants to gallivant around and uh, not do the work. He just wants to ship stuff out. I go, yo, Mike, you got to do more. The Airhead Nation needs you. That's what you guys keep telling me. So on this episode, the way I hope um, I, the way it should go down is this I'll get it kicked off here. We'll link up with Mike in a few minutes. We will uh, have on uh, Chad from Laying at the Lake. All right, so Chad's a good dude. We had him on before with his wife, and we'll have them back on. Laying at the Lake is the 12th through the 14th of November out there in Texas. So more information to come on that one uh, with the crew joining us. Now, uh, we're also going to have Ed Eister on. So some of you may not know that name if you're a Floridian you know Ed Eister. He's been going to shows a long time. I don't want to give anything away, but, dude, the guy knows his mini truck history. He is a hardcore dude, and um, we link up with him. We saw him a couple weeks ago at the show, and uh, he took home uh, our Minis on the Rise award, and that's all I'm going to say. We have posted his truck before. It's on. Uh, it's making a comeback, and one of the reasons why it's coming back is he wants to make sure that Mike doesn't win any awards so he's coming at Mike's jugular with the Mazda, and uh, it's pretty awesome. So uh, stay tuned. It is a jam-packed episode again, and we got the pedal stomped as we move into the rest of the year. We've got some big guests lined up, been working on the next couple episodes already. You know how we do. The overview of this episode is brought to you by Graphics Mafia. We love what Buddy and Ryan do. Uh, hit up G-R-A-P-H-I-X Mafia.com. Maybe you need some artwork, maybe you need some stickers for your show, or you want some custom stuff. They go to a lot of shows and they print on demand right there at the events, but uh, G-R-A-P-H-I-X You can order. They're also on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook, and I know they are also on board for Mike's show, Eastbound Get Down. So you can go to eastboundgetdownshow.com and you'll see their logo right there on the flyers on that uh, poster artwork. So, uh, last episode recap. Now, uh, just want to thank Kimberly Miller. Man, what an awesome guest to sit down. Someone that uh, obviously has good roots in the scene. She's a female, and she's doing the damn thing. She's got an awesome truck, Long Bed Mafia. If you have not listened to that episode, or maybe you're a new listener coming here to check out Ed and or the good folks over at Lane at the Lake, uh, please follow and or subscribe to the podcast. Uh, Depending on what kind of app you use, you just tap follow and or subscribe. And big boom, every Friday, we're bringing you new content. And guess what? It's absolutely free. So uh, the entertainment that we provide is uh, part of what we love to do. We love to support the scene and uh, get out there and promote as many great people and events as we can. So uh, thanks again. Make sure you subscribe to our lifestyle podcast. Now, the last episode recap with Kimberly Miller brought to you by our fine folks over at Lone Star Throwdown. Now, maybe you've never been to LST. It's the last weekend in February. Hey, that needs to change in 2022. If you've never been, come on out, fly out, start looking for flights. You can get a good deal on a flight right now if you want to do that, or you can drive in. The great thing about it is the event is so expansive. You can walk around this thing for two, three straight days and not see the same thing, maybe the same thing if they're cruising around, which is awesome. But trust us, it's, the you know, in my opinion, the biggest, baddest truck show anywhere. It's, it's mostly trucks, and we love what they do. I mentioned last uh, episode they did sell out, so they have 2,000 pre-registrations with the tow rigs and all of the vendors and things like that. You know, you're probably easily at 2,500 vehicles in this venue, so come on out and uh, support the real deal over at Lone Star Throwdown. All right, next, the general update. So I'm going to kind of bring this back, at least for now. I wanted to kind of chop it up with Mike and talk a little bit about what he's had going on. Dude, this guy has been gallivanting everywhere. I talked to him earlier, and like I said, he's headed up to Clearwater, and then he's talking about going over to uh, Orlando this weekend. I mean, dude, the guy's gone like 40 weeks, if not more, out of the year. But something that I... Meant to talk about last week, and I didn't get a chance. Is the movie Rad? So you guys know I'm a huge Rad fan. Came out the Colt classic in '86. Mike still hasn't watched it, as far as I know. And we've had Bill Allen on, which was Crew Jones. He, of course, played. Uh, he was on Family Ties and and in some other kind of TV shows and whatnot. Just a really good dude. But what was awesome is it's the 35th anniversary, and the Rad franchise is kind of on the rise. They've realized, I think, there's such a cult following over the past couple years. You know, there was this uh, finally a digital release of it through iTunes and other uh, media outlets. And then, of course, there was the 4K that launched. So, you know, pretty cool stuff, you know, for the cult classic fans of Rad and, and some of just the what I call just normal enthusiasts that, you know, maybe weren't the hardcore fans, but they remember watching it and they loved it. So you can go out. I think it's free right now. If you have Showtime, you can um, go out there and buy it through like Apple Movies or iTunes, whatever they call it now. And uh, so I had an opportunity last week to go to the 35th anniversary deal that they did, which was basically it's screened in uh, movie theaters throughout the country. So I think when Ron was here, we briefly talked about it. Um, you had people from East to West that were going I know Sketchy and Carly out in Texas. They went, and he had people kind of wearing some of their old gear, some of the different shirts, Rad Army, uh, Rad, you know, you name it, all of the different kind of spinoffs. And I got to give a lot of credit to Rad Movie Collection on Facebook. It's the place to be if you are a Rad fan. I mean, lots of cool stuff, some amazing collections, crazy enthusiasts that have just collected some of the craziest stuff, including the big homie. Um, would love to link up with him, but many of you are probably following him. It's uh, The80s Garage. And uh, on Instagram, The80s with an 80s Garage. That's the original 80s Garage as a collection museum of toys and all that stuff. And if you look at his stuff and you look at some of the things he's collected, you know, it's just, it's crazy. And I know he's tied in with the whole Rad Movie Collection guys and all that. Uh, so, you know, salute and tip of the cap to everybody out there that's the rad fans. Uh, some of these guys have built tribute bikes and, and figured out every single piece and, and and just, you know, just done some awesome stuff. So, uh, check it out if you haven't already. And huge shout out uh, to Southeast Mini Trucking Nationals. We appreciate them and uh, we can't wait to be out there next year. So, like I said, Southeast Mini Truck and Nats, super excited uh, for that event next year. Uh, so, I want to give them a huge shout out here, just talking about the general updates. Uh, make sure you follow them. Just type in mini trucking, and you'll see mini trucking Nats will come up. Of course, many of you have already pre registered, but even if you don't bring it a, a vehicle to the show, you can still come out to Maggie Valley next year, 22nd through the 24th, and cruise the city, put a chair out, chop it up. You know how we do. So, big shout out to Southeast Mini Nats. Now I got a quick update. Breaking news: Mickey Mike, the mayor, even though he's Gallivant, like I said a few minutes ago, we just got started. Dude, he's trying to break in the line. I just got a call from the operator that asked if I could, uh, you know, do a charge to my phone, like a ten dollar deal, for Mike to break through the line. Mike, is that you? Dude,
1: patch me in, homie. Patch me in,
0: dude. The operator just called and said, "Hey, man, we got a call from a prison." Can we charge like a $30 call? And I said, nah, man.
1: Let me just charge it to my OLP account. (laughs) And boom, we're good to go. I'm getting tick marks left and right. I'm breaking out of jail as we speak. Down here on 275, bumper to bumper traffic. And it's going crazy.
0: Dude, you want to hear something crazy? You talk about jail and crazy. Dude, I got one for you, Mike. I don't know if you've ever been at a gas station, right? And someone comes up to you and they got this wild, fetch story about how they're trying to get across the state and help a family member. It's all—it's all a big lie. And they—they they, they ask for some fuel. You know what I'm saying? Have you ever had that happen where someone's like, "Hey, man, like, dude, I'm trying to like, you know, get over, you know, to my buddy's, my gal's house, and you know, my car's a little empty. I forgot my wallet at home. Can you put like five bucks of fuel in my car?" Bro, I've never had
1: anybody ask me about, you know, some money for some gas. I always just go up and I see a guy that has a really nice car. I just go up to him and ask him if I can borrow it.
0: <laughs> well, dude, I had a guy earlier, bro. He comes up to me and he's like, yo, man, you know, I, it's just like a new level, dude. I mean, borrowing, you know, a couple bucks, maybe a gallon of fuel. This guy was like, yo, could you, could you charge my Tesla for like five minutes, bro? I was like, dude, really? You got a fucking Tesla, man. And I was like, man, that's kind of shady, ain't it?
1: Bro, you know what would have been even better, though? Is if he would have asked you for a couple bucks of gas, and he's (laughs) driving a damn Tesla, and you look over and you're like, bro, you're driving a Tesla, man. What do you need money for gas (laughs) for, dog?
0: Well, I talked about it last week, about siphoning the fuel out of Ron and Hank's tank due to things empty. But I've heard that that's what Hank's done before. He'll go and... He'll ask for um for fuel money, and then they'll see him getting a Tesla, and they're like, "Dude, that was fucking, that was wrong, dude." You know what I mean?
1: Well, I don't know, I don't know, but our boy Josh finally found uh, Hanko, a, a damn woman. I think this is his forever, you know.
0: Dude, that she, I
1: mean, I, I, I mean, it could
0: it could be love at first sight. I mean, we're gonna have to see his reaction.
1: Dude, could you imagine the kids that those two are gonna make? <laughs> oh. They're gonna be the life of the party. That's all I know. The life of the party.
0: Yeah, man. Well listen, you know, I got started a couple minutes ago because you know sometimes when Mike goes, I'll call you back in a minute, it could be it could be the next week. You just never know, right? So I was like, Look, let me be efficient. You know, Mike's gallivanting. Let's keep it going. But Mike, I was just talking about the general updates, giving a huge shout out to Mini Nats. I was talking about last week I got to go see Rad in the movies, man. So what have you had going yeah, on?
1: Rad, dog. Bro, I didn't see the the movie Rad back then, and I'm not gonna go see the movie Rad nowadays either. It's messed so up, bro. it's all good, especially especially after our boy Glenn with the custom scene, he goes and sees Rad, and now he goes and thinks that he can ride a BMX bike <laughs> at his young age that he is, and he about breaks both of his fucking ankles. You know, I, I'm good. I don't need to go see Rad because it's gonna make me think that I can get out there and ride a damn BMX bike again and, you know, crash the can and put the can in behind, behind the tire and sound like I got a fucking motorcycle uh, or put my baseball cards that I don't have anymore in my spokes and make it sound like a motorcycle, you know, come on, man, no. So I'm not going to see no rat, you know. The, there's, there was no reason to see it back then. There's no reason to see it now.
0: It's my stop, man. Well, I mean, dude, I didn't ask you about rat. I was telling you that's what I did. I was asking what have you had going on?
1: Oh, oh, my bad, my bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Actually, I stayed home this past weekend, didn't go nowhere, because I got a bunch of my customers coming back, and honestly, all I did was work and pressure washed and uh, did all that good stuff. So I got caught up, and uh, dude, once again, life is good. I'm back on the road now. I'm sure you told everybody. I'm actually down here in Clearwater, getting ready to go hit this uh, truck night up over here at OCC um bar and grill or something like that i don't even know what the name of it is i just got directions and it's telling me to drive so i'm driving
0: well i'm glad you're uh you're able to spend a few minutes with us you know i mean i know you're a busy guy man
1: hey i'm just out there trying to promote a truck show man that's our you know car truck show it's a it's a little car and truck show we're gonna be putting on me john lopez our wives there destination daytona january 21st to the 23rd i hope you i hope the airhead nation i hope everybody can come out i got this guy with no fucking exhaust right now flicking me the bird and, and saying you're going too fucking slow and this guy's missing his bumper he's missing his exhaust and but just, oh i'm sorry i just got cut off by some guy that that you know has no exhaust on his car he has no bumper i'm going to 80 miles per hour in the fast lane but obviously it's not fast enough Getting ready to cross over the Skyway Bridge. It's crazy out here, dog. It's
0: crazy. Yeah, you're getting crazy coming off the top ropes. Well, let's move on. And this is a perfect segue, Mike. Uh, dude, you came at the right time. We got the trivia time with Biggity oh, Mike shit. The mayor. I
1: Love, love trivia time.
0: Yeah, this is brought to you by our family at All Time Low Magazine. Listen, don't sleep on the scene. Visit and cop All Time Low Magazine. It's ATL. Magazine.com, you can go to magazines, and they have individual issues right now. Only issue 28 is available. You can also subscribe and select the issue that you want to start with. Example, buy issue 28, start your sub with issue 29. You'll be in the catbird seat. It's atlmagazine.com. So, Mike, I think this is a softball, but I don't know, man. I I can already hear you complaining in my ear going, Yeah, man, that that, is too hard, man. So, I mean, and I think on a, 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 a scale of one to ten, I mean, this is like a like a one, an easy one.
1: And I probably don't know it, so let's let's try this. I'll All give right. it, you know, I'll give it, a, I'll give it, I'll give it a good effort here. Let's try this. All right, here we go. Let's do this. So, Come it's going
0: to have a couple hints, and those are the only hints in it. So, what was the name of the hit nineteen eighty two Spielberg movie, which was the highest grossing movie of the entire? 80s decade
1: is that the only two hints i get
0: yeah man
1: <laughs> bro i mean you don't give me like no initials you don't give me like it had a bmx bike in it you don't give me that you know there was kids in it you don't give me that there was like some creature falling out of the <laughs> sky i mean nothing
0: nothing I mean, dude
1: bro i, I mean it, you know um uh was it uh it you know i.t it oh wait, wait wait no no that's not it wait a minute was it E.T. phone home? Oh,
0: I'm going to give that one to you. as E.T. extraterrestrial, and, and you nailed it, man. Dude, I mean.
1: Hell fucking yeah.
0: Dude, hell. Spielberg, that's I the classic, that's dude.
1: I believe that's three in a row. All right, so what? Uh, Shit, I don't remember if it was a cookie or if it was a candy bar. I think it was a candy bar. No. What?
0: It was Reese's Pieces.
1: E.T. made famous out of that movie.
0: Reese's Pieces, dog. Damn. Dude, I already... Well, because get this. The story goes that M&M's turned it down, and that was one of the worst decisions they ever made. Because, dude,
1: Well, that's probably because they melt your mouth, not in your hand, right?
0: (laughs) Dude, your brother was telling me last time we hung out that you used to go around the whole yard throwing the Reese's Pieces around riding your bike, dude. And I was like, damn, is that Mike doing that shit? I was like, why is he throwing candy away, man?
1: Nah, see, I was... Just like now, I was fat back then, too, so uh, I was there's no way I was throwing them around because I'd, I'd eat them motherfuckers.
2: <laughs> Hell no.
1: Hell no. And besides, we were poor as fuck, so if we got Reese's Pieces, I made sure I ate those damn things. I wasn't throwing nothing away.
0: That's, that's hilarious, man. Well, good job. We got another tick mark in your binder. And um, next week, I'm going to make it two questions because we got to make up for last week. You did get three in a row, but last week you know you tried to dip out on us, and we've got the official rule book here, Mike, and it says that within two weeks I have to be able to you know you can make up the question, you know what I mean, but the reason why I'm doing it next week is I, I want to try to give you you know some incentive to come back, you know what I mean because if I ask you now you're probably going to dip out uh, next okay. week okay okay no, 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 I totally get that
1: well, hey, tell him what he's won, Bob. <laughs>
0: A new car that you got to pay taxes on.
1: Damn, <laughs> damn,
0: dude! Yeah. An eight- I, I
1: would have been so pissed. You want a new car and it's a fucking Geo Metro. You know what I'm saying? That like sucks so bad. Like those people were so excited. I'm like, bro, it's a Geo Metro.
0: Dude, the fuck there was
1: you so excited about a Geo Metro.
0: There was one the other day I saw on Twitter, and it was like the 1982. It was one of those like little Dodge four door cars. You know the you know the 80s cars were just junk. A lot of them were. And dude, it was like one of those like little Dodge four doors with the little vinyl roof on it, and I was like, "Lord, man, times have changed."
1: Uh, times have definitely changed, and uh, I, I agree. I agree.
0: But hey, check this out. Since it's it's fresh on my mind, Ron Perkins from Hammered Weekend, where he just texted me, and he said, <clears throat> "Let me clear my throat." By the way, Mike lost again, and I beat Robbie. Trash bag, Mazda Williams, Rock On, and Made a Steel Show from this screenshot Willie that he sent me. Made a steel show is five one and oh, dude. Are you kidding me, Mike? This is the fantasy for those you know how do you say it, Final Fantasy thing?
1: No no no. This is the OLP Fantasy Football League. Okay. And uh, I was gonna just, you know, skip giving everybody an update because nobody cares anyway. And, um, and besides the mayor is in still in last place no at one and five. Yes, it is true. It is true, but that's okay. I'm just trying to give these guys a head start. So when I start kicking everybody's ass, um, I don't have to hear anybody crying, whine. you know, they're having a good time right now. They're all on top. They're all winning, Three minutes, so you know, so everything's good. And, but when I kick in and start fucking kicking their ass, then i don't have to worry about him uh you know uh, crying
0: my boy howard slammed wagons number 2 dog and you got unicorn uh, yeah. in there and then yep. dude yep. all that's luck jason no Weiss. S-
1: that's jason Weese.
0: all luck no skill brigitty brads back in the house you saw that dude he's hey ba-
1: let let me tell you this brad love him to death he is the biggest shit talker i've ever seen in my whole entire <laughs> life and i absolutely love it absolutely love it
0: well, he's starting a uh, wrestling career, he said. He's going to be – what was the guy that would go up in the Raptors and he had the white face? Like, that was the Halloween guy, right? On,
1: dude, it was Sting, dog. Come oh, on.
0: Oh, the Halloween Jason, – Jason Myers, or what was his name? Mike Myers? Oh,
1: it was, it was Sting, man. Oh. He'd up in the Raptors, Sting. With back in WCW. Bro, I got to get Jason uh, – D- hey, shout out to DJ Mays, man. Our boy is back. I talked to him earlier, so good to hear his voice, so glad that he's back. He recovered, fucking kicked COVID's ass, and I'm just, shout out to Jason, glad to have him back.
0: Yeah, DJ May's the man. So yeah, I'm glad he's doing well, but yeah, just a little bit of the the Final Fantasy thing, we wanted to give that update right there, and just want to remind you guys, All Time Low Magazine, make sure you check it out, atlmagazine.com.
1: Hey, that's what I'm talking about
0: right there. So, Mike, the scene updates, dude. Uh, I didn't save a whole lot this week just because I knew, you know, we cover so much every single week. I did save a few things. And um, one of those things I wanted to remind everyone is that the holidays are coming up. Okay. And, you know, there's a lot going on, you know with with family and stress and health and all kinds of different things right in the world, just take some time to kick back and relax. I know we're not quite to the holidays yet, Mike, right? But we're starting to get into that Halloween deal. I think within a week, some of you guys are on that SEMA crunch and the ladies as well. We're going to be moving into November. We're going to have, you know, Veterans Day. I think it is the 11th. Um, and then, you know, it's going to be full blown holidays. So just take a minute to breathe and, and try to you know just appreciate the stuff that you got. You know what I mean, Mike? I think that's important just to say. And I wanted to throw that.
1: No, absolutely. And I got two announcements for you. I didn't save these. I just remembered these. One shout out to our boy Chad Luke uh, taking that badass Toyota his to SEMA. I know Jason's going to be going to SEMA with street trucks, so definitely have a good time, brother. Uh, you know, uh, have a safe flight. Enjoy it while you're out there. And shout out to Chad, congratulations. Um, He's going to be out there as well, taking that that badass Toyota, uh, um, that uh, four-door out there. And also, uh, News Drop, News Flash, um, OLP, we got a new show this year here in Florida, another one, because everybody's always like, man, I got to move to Florida. That's where all the car shows was at. Well, guess what? We got another one, our boy Goat, um, Tank, uh, Toy Drop, December 4th. Uh, OLP is going to be the sponsor of the after party for Toy Drop. So, guys, we'll have more details coming. Uh, but, Toy Drop, December 4th, uh, there in Orlando. Um, uh, so, be on the lookout for more details coming
0: soon. Hells yeah. I can't wait. And uh, they are on Instagram as well. I think I recently mentioned that. Uh, type in toy and then it's probably going to come up Toy Drop Auto Show. And uh, they did announce VIP submissions are still flying in. Some have been approved already. And the form is right there. You just tap the link in their Instagram bio, and you'll go to the com, and you can apply for vehicle pre-reg. And uh, it is for the Kids Cancer Foundation. So amazing, amazing stuff there. So, Mike, um, I appreciate you covering that. Uh, I'll go through these, a couple things here. Uh, Lauren Hoover, big homie in Florida, Uh, Brooks' husband. uh, He mentioned that Darren Head is killing it with his chassis, so uh, pretty cool stuff there. Uh, Mr. Eddie Gordy, dude, this guy's on a rampage. Uh, He went to the drop-and-wear show, and he took best mini truck, so congratulations. Very cool award there. AJ,
1: let me touch base on that real quick. You said the drop-and-wear show. Shout out to John and Jen, um, because the trophies that they just made for the Drop and Wear show, some of the coolest, most original trophies out there. Hats off to them, because you go to some of these shows, and there's some horrible-ass trophies, but the Drop and Wear show has got some badass trophies, and uh, hats off to those guys. And congratulations to everybody that was able to get one of those, because those were cool as shit. And you want to talk about a throwback trophy? That That is... really throw you back to your your childhood
0: right there yeah no doubt and you know we've had john and jen separately on the podcast in the past and you know those guys have been doing it for a long long time so i think they're getting ready to come up maybe on their 30th anniversary so congratulations to them now i also wanted to mention i think we mentioned this recently mickey harris one side done so the amazing paint job on the truck uh really looking forward to seeing that thing done. Uh, mini Nats, they're continuing to send out those uh, submissions, so be on the lookout, as I mentioned on the last podcast episode, uh, for those emails so that you can kind of um, finalize your pre-registration. Tyler Probst, Tyler, the big homie, I know he's kind of getting back uh, to a good space. I hope that next year we're going to see him at Lone Star Throwdown, but he mentioned that Sean Patrick had cruised by. He was passing through Cali, and um, dude, he's a good dude, so... Uh, you know shout out to both of the big homies Mike
1: oh no doubt brother absolutely and uh, definitely hope to see TP over there at LST again next year Uh, I think it's been two three years since the last time we've seen him over there
0: yeah no doubt those were a few scene updates as far as just stuff that I saw in Facebook I know from a print standpoint I recently mentioned this the new street trucks November 2021 issue came out it's a really good issue Truck on the covers, the K5 Blazer. It uh, was featured prior on the cover, so I kind of talked about that. Uh, this one's pretty cool. You've got Cat Eye Chevy. You have an OBS. You have a lifted a Ram truck, and then you have an old school Ford. So it's a good mix. I mean, you got all the different OEMs for the most part in there, the big three. You got Slamboree, and then the sixth annual F- F100 Roundup Texoma, I believe it is what it's called. And then TriStar Tradition was also in their fifth annual uh, presented by Riffy's Hot Rod. So pretty cool stuff. And I think those were the main scene updates. I'm sure there's stuff we're forgetting, but we'll cover it next week. Um, Want to just give a huge shout out to Garage Gear Clothing. Uh, we couldn't do what we do without these fine folks. So garagegearclothing.com, it's free shipping in the U.S. They have the, they have the new Garage Girl shirt. They have the new Apache Garage Gear shirt as well. So go out there, show them some love. If you're looking for holiday gifts, uh, keep garagegearclothing.com in mind. So, Mike, the key show updates, dude. So you kind of mentioned there with the toy drive, so I'm excited about that. But, dude, are you getting excited about Vegas next year, the first weekend in Vegas going out there? Uh, I know I've requested the time off already for Mini Truck Showdown.
1: Bro, hey, anytime you have a chance to be able to go to Vegas, that's always a good thing. And I know you're getting ready to go out there now, uh, but next year uh, for a mini truck show, that's always a good time. You know what I'm saying? Yes,
0: yeah, so and it's literally—if you look at it, it's it's five months to the week before SEMA, right? So it's June plus five would be six and five is eleven, right? So that'd be the first week in November. So you, you basically is near, nearly the halfway mark between the middle of the year and SEMA. So, it gives you a good dry run to get out there if you've never been. And um, there's going to be a lot more information coming. The main thing that you want to do is you want to go out and book your tickets. Uh, you can generally get very, very affordable rooms in Las Vegas. Minitruckshowdown.com for more information. So, Mike, obviously, this week, um, you know, as we start to get closer to the end of the year, it becomes, you know, it frees up a little bit. Uh, we talked about where we're going to be the first weekend in December, of course, at the Toy Drive, Great Cause. That's going to be in the Orlando area at Deezerland, I believe it's uh, pronounced. Yes, but sir. Before then, you're going to have SEMA the first week. You guys know all that. Uh, the 3rd through the 6th. I'll be out there with street trucks. Looking forward to that. Laying at the lake, I'll be calling Chad here in a few minutes just to talk with him a couple minutes. Grapevine, Texas. That's the 12th. Through the 14th, I think he has record pre-registrations this year. Amazing stuff. Now, I talked at to the top, Biggity Bayou Showdown. The 20th through the 21st, I think technically, Mike, I know you're going to in on out there with Mrs. Mayer, and you've been there before. Bayou Showdown is one you don't want to miss.
1: Yes, sir. Slidell, Louisiana. Uh, you definitely don't want to miss it. Last year, I know they had their, their biggest year yet, and so I'm sure this year is going to be even bigger. Uh, Sean, um, Sean Randall and, uh, Lauren, um, you know, they're, they're, they're teaming back up again, uh, to do the damn thing. And, uh, I look forward to being able to go out there and help those guys, uh, put on the show. Cause, uh, it's always a good time.
0: Yeah. Good mix of lifted, lowered, full-size minis, low riders. Even if you go on Instagram and type in the hashtag buy you showdown and search that tag, uh, you'll see there's a good mix of vehicles out there in the awesome state of Louisiana. The artwork, as I mentioned earlier, looks amazing, and if I remember correctly, that's Ernie's old full size that had changed colors a couple of times. Of course, it's been resold a couple of times, but uh, just awesome, awesome, awesome artwork for Bayou Showdown. Now, as we get crazy into the new year, Mike, um, I always look forward to this kind of part of the year. You talked about your show, which is the 21st through the 23rd in January, Uh, you along with Mr. John Lopez. John Lopez. But then, as I mentioned earlier, you're going to basically go from there. February 4th through the 6th is going to be the Kern County Showdown out there in Bakersfield. So that's part of the Mini Truck Showdown family. And then you're going to have later that month, you're going to have Lone Star Throwdown. So the 11th annual event, uh, if you go to lonestarthrowdown.com, you can see more information. But that's the 25th through the 27th of 2022 now relax it on the ranch so relax it on the ranch is going to be March 5th that's of course down south amazing event you can camp you can uh, get a hotel room you can sleep in the bed of your truck like Hank does but uh, make sure you check out relax it on the ranch I'll be there DJ ODB on the ones and twos killing it all weekend long with music uh, of course, we got Orange Beach Invasion, which is always mid March, and um, you know, Mike, as you know, that's one of our favorite shows. We can't wait for OBI. I know Lauren has been taking uh, the pre registrations for the VIP spots, and from what I understand, a lot of those are gone.
1: Uh, the VIP spots are are, are gone. They are uh, they're they're sold out. So, but uh, I'm just saying, there's the VIP spots. Are sold out, but there are plenty of other parking spots available. Um, but the VIP there on VIP Row is they are gone.
0: Yeah, and so the dates, I need to update the calendar. The dates, uh, according to Orange Beach Invasion Instagram, there are two. Robbie runs the Orange Beach Invasion as the key partner, and then they have Orange Beach Invasion Show, which rest in peace to Greg was the one that he always ran. But if you go on Facebook, And you type in Orange Beach Invasion, you're going to see that Orange Beach Invasion is, it looks like it's the 25th through the 27th. So it was kind of pushed back a little bit. Uh, So it's the last weekend in March. That obviously, a little bit of a change, but for some states, especially up north, they take their spring break at a different time. So uh, it is presented by American Force Wheels, and we're looking forward to it. Orange Beach, Alabama, one of the biggest, baddest shows in the country. Now, if I remember correctly, I think Altered Metal. Now that I'm looking at the dates, I think it's that same weekend, which um, obviously you know there'll be you know a little bit of uh, you know a split there on where people end up going. Of course, that's rainy Louisiana. So we just had Kim on last week to talk about it, but I'll kind of draw the line in the sand there. I mean, really, we talked about Mini Nats. That'll be one of our key shows after that. And of course, Sparks in the Park. That's Florida. That's going to be the first weekend in April. So, you know, we'll start to hit on those dates a little bit more as we get into December and January to start kind of ringing some of that stuff home. Mike, anything else to add to the key show updates, homie?
1: Bro, the only thing I got to up, I got update or I got to say is just don't forget, Eastbound Get Down, uh, Destination Daytona, January 21st through the 23rd, eastboundgetdownshow.com. Go pre-register now. Guys, get your asses to Daytona, in the month of January, it's going to be absolutely beautiful. You don't want to miss it. That's all I can say, bro.
0: Hells yeah, brother. So, the Key Show updates brought to you by minitruckfilm.com. Yes, you can buy a Blu ray or DVD based upon a documentary of your favorite lifestyle, this mini truck lifestyle. Go to minitruckfilm.com and pick up a copy of The West Coast Influence. So, Mike, do the podcast updates, man. Really, the only update. But I think we've got is. Want to thank you and Mrs. Mayor for bagging and tagging and shipping all of the merch out, dude. What an amazing presale,
1: bro! The presale was off the chain. Uh, the, bro, <laughs> I'm still bagging fucking shirts in my damn sleep over here. Uh, but yes, uh, it, it's all good, and um, uh, I'm still listening to that damn printer, g g g g g g, fucking printing out all those goddamn pieces of paper. Uh, but, guys, thank you, thank you, thank you for all the support. And uh, uh, fucking hats off to um, Graphic Disorder because uh, the artwork was absolutely killer. I mean, Eric and crew uh, absolutely killed it over there uh, with that artwork.
0: Top ropes, man. Love it. Visit OurLifestylePodcast.com. You can pick up Mini Truckin'. It's in our DNA. That's our new uh, shirt. And, Mike, check this out. I was thinking about this the other day. We got five stickers out of the shirt. We got the rear artwork. We got the front OLP logo based upon popular demand. We have just the truck, just the other truck, right? So on this one, we have Brooks Ranger. We have Karen's Yoda. And then we have the slogan saying, mini trucking. It's in our DNA based upon popular request. So there's plenty of stickers out there. Um, We do our best to charge you right at the shipping that we get charged and you can go out there and cop those we have some hoodies available uh go through the other styles as well and uh just go ahead and cop some stuff up man it's it we're ready for the holidays and uh, we've got some more stuff coming
1: oh definitely we definitely got some more stuff coming uh welch's chop shop's gonna be cutting up some uh cutting up some uh, uh metal artwork for us here coming soon so we'll have some more metal signs um we sold out of all the metal signs we had last last go around and we got more coming so uh just pay attention to it uh we'll be posting and we'll be letting everybody know uh when those new metal signs come in
0: yeah and speaking of that here's a quick public service announcement i've been wanting to say this i think i have said this before do not give money to anyone that hits you up through instagram that's like yo i can draw a cartoon of your vehicle okay that's the way that these people are sucking other people in. What they do is they're screenshot Willie guys. They take screenshots of pretty much everything that Brant does in the scene, right? The, the damn photos coming off the the, the printing press, right? Uh, the, the t-shirt press and everything. And they they basically front like that's them that design all this stuff. And they've got, you know, look at the screen names are really weird ones, and, of course, they'll, they'll hit you up and go, hey, I could draw a cartoon in your car. Or, you know, send me money. And I, my understanding is they'll say, hey, send it to PayPal friends and family. If you guys don't know or you haven't been using PayPal a long time, PayPal probably used to get burned all the time on stuff. So the way it works now is if you send friends and family, y- there's no fee for that. You know, if you have the money in your balance or, like, if you transfer it from your checking account. So with no fee, there's no recourse. There's no benefit, Right. Um, so they basically go, man, you just sent 50 bucks or hundred bucks to someone you don't know. Sorry about your luck. A lot of people will DM us and go, Hey, is this real? So look, I would tell you, man, if you see anything with OLP, the only way to buy it is at a show from Mike or I, or someone helping us out, right? If we're not physically at the booth or on our website, our we don't sell on eBay. We don't sell anywhere else. Now, technically the storefront is on Facebook, So eventually, you'll be able to buy through Instagram, through our official page, right, through the shopping experience. But uh, other than Facebook, our website, or at a show, Mike, I would just tell people, do not PayPal people money. And I don't think you or I have even ever hit anybody up to say, hey, please buy a shirt.
1: Well, my new side gig, I don't know if I, you know, I figured I'll go ahead and just let you know now, Um, you know. I can't even read the name that I came up with Uh, guys. My thing is, is if you can't read or understand the damn name of this person that is asking you for money, why the hell would you send the money in the first place? That's what I don't understand because every one of these damn fake, fake phony ass people that I've seen so far, not one of them, I can understand their damn name or read or spell it or pronounce it. So why the hell would you send them any goddamn money? I just that doesn't make any sense to me.
0: Yeah, someone tagged me in one today. I'm not even going to give the guy's name out. It's it's graphic disorder like every single piece he's done. I even tagged Diggett in it. He's got Kindigit stuff and Ken Digget, uh chimed in and he said, "Uh legit, I got scared that we accidentally ordered more Nova shirts, but real talk, can we stop scamming people already?" Like, dude, it's in it, again. This PSA is just to help you guys you know, and I know sometimes people wonder, like, you know, what's our <laughs> mindset with it? But bottom line is, yeah, man, don't don't lose your hard-earned money to some scam artist. Uh, for real. <laughs> yeah, the podcast updates brought to you by Joey at Get Decked. Mike and I have told you time and time again, if you're a show promoter and you want to take your awards to the next level, maybe do a top 10 with some badass artwork, or you're a, a merchandise brand or a show and you want to put your artwork on a deck... Look no further than Joey at Get Decked. Just search Get Decked on Facebook or Instagram, and it's Joey Dilworth, right, Mike? Yes, sir. Joey is the man, and we will definitely uh,
1: be having some more before we get to LST. We will have more of the skate decks with our awesome artwork on it too. And uh, make sure that you don't buy it from some guy in, in China uh, named Ying Hong Pong Huang and uh, trying to trying to be like us.
0: Dude, that that I'm offended, man. Don't be saying that, you know what I mean?
1: Oh, my bad. My bad.
0: All right. Uh last couple things, Airhead Nation updates, man. So Mike, dude, this one it's it's close to me and many of you have seen this going around on social media and we need all the thoughts and positive vibes and or prayers. Uh whatever you guys do. Um Please, please, please think about and say a prayer for our homie, Neil Stark, okay? My brother in Severed. I last saw Neil at Southeast Mini Truck and Nats, one of our favorite shows. And Neil, I tell you what, is one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. He has that 74 Courier. Many of you know, if you don't know his name, you know that that copper-colored truck was in street trucks. Amazing truck, but... Right now we're talking about a person, a homie, a brother, a husband, a dad. We we often don't get the opportunity to talk about, you know, someone in a situation like this. And what I would tell you is, um, you know, I don't want to give, you know, it's, it's on Facebook. He's got some health challenges right now. Uh, I'm not here to talk about what it is or that type of thing, but I would just ask you please say your prayers. His wife has been providing updates and, um, the update this morning was that, you know, he had uh, developed some uh, bacterial uh, uh, pneumonia and his kidneys weren't working and things like that. So, you know, dude, he's a young guy. He's always taking his boys out. I think doing, you know, the dirt bike stuff and they're just, they're just really good people. So Mike, we we need all the vibes we can get.
1: Dude, always, always thoughts and prayers uh, to him, his family you know, uh, uh, a quick recovery uh, for uh, for our boy Neil.
0: Yeah, and you'll see the hashtag going around and like the severed logo that says Team Stark. Just again, Neil Stark. Uh, let's let's hope that he can be the Tony Stark here. You know what I'm saying? And just get through this. You know what I mean?
1: Ah, ten four.
0: Adam. So to kind of change, um, shift gears a little bit. Adam Tarbox and Ashley. He says, "Happy anniversary to my beautiful wife. You're such an amazing person with a big heart." That was back on October thirteenth. Dude, Adam, great guy, repping acro, saw him a couple weeks ago. I mentioned I saw his truck up on the trailer. Just a good dude, keeps the pedal stomped, and, uh, man, just so happy for them.
1: Uh, absolutely, and anybody that can put up with Adam uh, definitely deserves congratulations.
0: <laughs> Last but not least, Ruben. So uh, he posted on October 17th and said, glad my nephew Adam is okay. The car can be replaced, but looks like it uh, can be rebuilt. Dude, this Mustang, older Mustang. I mean, dude, this classic car was just crumpled in the front passenger side, and uh, you know, oftentimes, you know, you'll you'll see these old cars, and you kind of know, man, this the steel was better, I think, back then. But you know, in these older cars, they didn't have the crumple zones, and they weren't built the way newer cars were. Whether we could argue that all day, but. When someone gets in an accident in one of these older cars and it's a, it's a tough accident like this was, I mean, you see these things just smashed up and you're like, God, I hope everyone was okay. My understanding, per his post, his nephew Adam is okay, and we're glad to hear that.
1: Oh, no, absolutely. And, bro, since we're giving all these shout-outs, man, we got to give our boy Ron Perkins a shout-out. Happy birthday, brother. Um, it's a little belated, but still, happy birthday, Ron. Uh, sorry we missed it last week. Um, but, uh, you know, shout out to Ron and, uh, you know, to many more, for, of, of course.
0: Well, you know, we may have missed it. He he is flying back in, you know, by the time you guys hear this, uh, when he comes back in, I mean, it is going to be Preston's born day. And, you know, so Ron was talking about, you know, trying to celebrate, do this big blowout. And all of a sudden I was like, well, man, it's kind of a work night. And he goes, man, listen, he goes, I don't care what you got going on the next day. He goes, dude, let's do the trifecta, man. He's like, we'll stop and get Preston some lotto tickets. We'll do like a five hundred dollar. That's usually what Hank will do. And I don't know if you've ever seen Hank. When Hank buys them, they try to give them to him and he goes, Oh no. He goes, I'm not scratching them. I want you to scan every one of them. I- I'm not wasting <laughs> my time, dude. I want you to scan them right there. And I don't care if there's a line for some smokes. I'll scan them and tell me if I want. And they try to tell him they can't do it. But basically what what um you know what Ryan wants to do is do like the five hundred dollar lotto stop hit the uh the dog track with Preston and then hit the bottle club and I was like man he's got school the next day and he goes man if he's gonna run with Hank and I on, on the on the future tour we got to learn him. you know
1: no absolutely you got to break him. you got to break him in the right way for sure
0: <laughs> right so you know break, break right, right now I bet you or bet you right now he's driving listening to this right and he and Ron don't don't drive off the road laughing okay but seriously he is on the (laughs) world tour and believe it or not if you're listening on friday like hank and ron always do they're actually on their way to last resort so we don't talk about this show enough but uh, october 22nd through the 24th jennings louisiana is last resort so to stewart and the family those guys have pushed their brand the kik and they've just continued to do great things and i love to see that They've got a great following of folks and we hope that everyone this weekend just enjoys the show Last Resort.
1: No, absolutely and that's one of the shows that I still have not been to yet and uh, definitely look forward to going to one day and uh, um, uh, you know, hats off to those guys for being able to do what they've been able to do with last Re- uh, last resort, but then also KIK. Um, I noticed that they also um, I believe it was their anniversary as well. Uh, steward and uh, and his wife Um, it was either birthday uh, it was either birthday or anniversary it's one of the two I remember seeing it scrolled through I believe it was happy birthday or happy anniversary whichever it was happy 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 and congratulations to what they've been able to do with KIK because I just noticed they just got the new the new trailer Uh, so they're definitely doing big things over there with KIK. Um,
0: Hells yeah I love it and again want to thank Hammered Wear. It's H-A-M-M-E-R-D wearcom You can go out there and you can pre-order. Uh, just in a week or so, they're going to have their new, or not pre-order, you can go order stuff. It's all shipping right now. They are going to have the new pre-sale going uh, very soon around the 1st, and then we're going to be into what I've dubbed... H-D-W-W Open Enrollment, okay, so Open Enrollment is coming around December 1st, and that's where you can get patched in to the yearly subscription, it's pretty awesome, Mike, you'll get every shirt, you can pick the colors, you can pick the sizes, we'll reinforce that more as we get uh, closer to the holidays, but just know your significant other, whether it's a male or a female, a husband or wife, significant other, whatever, just know there's no, potentially no other better gift, Mike than an HDWW yearly subscription to all the T-shirts. I think there's six times two. I think there's going to be 12, something like that. So, dude, get in where you fit in, like two Short said. You know what I mean? Hey,
1: and I think the only thing better than that is I think he's going to do a subscription on the posters, the banners, too.
0: Dude, he's doing a subscription on lotto tickets, bottle club tickets. <laughs> dude, the dog track ticket, bro. I told him, bro. If he could do all three of those, that would be the triple crown of mini trucking dude. you see what I'm, you some
1: you see what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying bro, bro, I think the only thing better than that would be some damn Copenhagen. we <laughs> do subscription to some some hammered weekend wear Copenhagen, and I think we'd be we'd be good to go I mean I mean dip spit, dip spit
0: psh, psh,
1: dip oh, spit, yeah. dip spit oh yeah. yeah, that's what I'm talking about.
0: Well, Mike, as we wind it down, okay, the last thing I wanted to mention—I didn't talk about this last week, right? But when I want to thank Billy Bob, I want to thank Matt Weathers, I want to thank Riggedy Ron, I want to thank Hammered Hank, I want to thank Mom Dukes. You know, we all uh, had a chance, buddy, and Ryan, and 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 um, you know, uh, Ryan. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. They all came by the compound, the Ballard compound. And I wish my dad was there to hang out because he loved having people over. And it was the Friday a couple weeks ago, right, before the show, before Slamfest. And, you know, typically when people come in town, they're like, oh, you know, it's not easy to get people to come through because, you know, they either want to hang out with the homies or they got other stuff. And I thought, well, why are they going to hang out by the pool down there at the motel? They could come by. So they came by in the afternoon. We had a good time. Dude, it was a smashing good time, Mike. I mean, dude. I, I was having a great time and um, you know the rumor was I came off the top ropes, you know what I mean? Hank was getting a little, you know, squirrely, he was, you know, getting you know getting a little loose, you know what I mean? So I had him in the headlock and then I threw him over the pool, and next thing you know, like a little scuffle broke out, you know what I'm saying? I came out, you know, a little scathed, not unscathed, right? I came out a little scathed and uh, but but dude, I was still dude, I was in the catbird seat. Um, at the show over the weekend and people said, Hey, what happened? And I said, yo man, it was, it it was a scuffle. So listen, Hank's fine. You know, we've worked out our problems and everything's good. Okay. So that explains why your face was swelled up. Yep. Swole. No, dude, if you're a real G, you got to say swolled up. Oh, swolled up. My bad. Right. So, so like, yeah, like swole, you know what I mean? Like, swole? Like, when I came to your house last time, remember, on the stoop, you had, like, the bench, the weight bench. That's, like, when you're working out on the front porch, you're getting swole. You know what I mean? Ah. That's okay. where Hank's okay. gotten swole. That's why, dude, we got in the scuffle, man. And it was, you know, it was a little thing. You know, we said some words and stuff. It started as a wrestling deal. And I, I think it ended as a wrestling deal. You know what I mean? We didn't know if it was, like, an Andy Kaufman spin, maybe a Tom Green. But, uh, you know, there were some words that were said. You know, uh, Hank... Basically, he didn't listen to what Ron was saying, and Ron jumped in, started swinging, and I don't know if you saw that play the other day in the Steelers game where the guy was, like, punching it. He was trying to punch the ball out, but he was punching the guy. And then the referee that's on TV said, man, it looks like he's getting assaulted. That's what I felt like the other day when I was going blow to blow, you know, blow for blow, you know what I mean? Not what you're thinking. You know, we were going blow for blow, you know what I'm saying? Is that no homo? Yeah. Blow yeah. for blow? you know okay just making so, sure and then when you take someone and you throw them over the side of the pool and you land hard in the pool like you could get scratched up you know what I'm saying ah 10 four so but everything's good now there's no problems I mean if there was problems we wouldn't be shouting out hammered weekend where you know uh
1: true story true story but hey Ron don't have no problems with you that was you and hank that had that had that issue
0: yeah yeah exactly I mean you know, Ron offered, you know, to take me home and everything, man. Like he goes, dude, I got the fuel, you know, I got the, I got the Petro, you know, he didn't, he wasn't trying to get me to charge his uh, Tesla for five minutes. That's for sure.
1: (laughs) Dude, can you believe a guy was like, yo,
0: can I get a five minute charge off your car? And I was like, dog, I've never heard, bro. I've heard people bumming fuel, but come on, man, dude, you got a Tesla. I should have tried to buy the Tesla to put into your freaking truck, dude. The the motor.
1: Ah, okay, okay. Well, all I know is I hope that you guys, because of this little scuffle, that y'all cut back. All right, now listen to me. Those Mike's hard lemonades <laughs> that you like so much. I hope y'all cut back on those Mike's hard lemonades, and uh, you know, I told you not to be drinking too many of those damn things.
0: Dude, they were, bro, man. They, those are some sugary ass drinks you gave me, man. Remember you bought those for Christmas that year? Sure. Well, Mike, I think we've uh, we've hit the end of the road here, bro.
1: Hey, absolutely, my man. Hey, I appreciate you letting me uh, let me come in. I appreciate you giving me that uh, that thirty dollar uh, phone call from prison. And uh, I'm gonna go back to my cell now and get me some sleep. Um, so, uh, thanks for letting me come on. This will probably be the last time um, that I'm on, so uh, y'all have a good night, Airhead Nation. It was it was nice nice being able to get back on here with you guys, and uh, until next time,
0: have fun tonight, Mike, and then be ready. We're gonna roll in the Chad Moss and team, and then we'll roll in with Ed Eister. Have a safe weekend, everyone. We out ya. Peace. See ya. Yo, so as I mentioned here, just finished up with Miggity Mike. who's gallivanting. We got the big homie Chad. What's going down, my brother?
3: Man, not much, dude. Just kicking it. What you got going on?
0: Dude, kicking it out here on the east side. I know you're throwing up the uh, third coast. You know what I mean? Out there in Texas.
3: Always. Always, man. Third coast, baby.
0: (laughs) Dude, laying at the lake. You guys have been on the rise, right? You've been putting in the work. You've been networking. Dude, laying at the lake. It's coming up. Give us the elevator. You know, what's the, the who, what, why, where, when? Some of those key items that everybody needs to hear from you, Chad.
3: Right on, man. So, laying at the lake uh, November 12th through the 14th and Salmon Lake Park in Grapevine, Texas. Man, this is going to be our fourth year. And every year coming up to this year, man, we've doubled and tripled the past year. And so far we've, uh, we've got 200 and almost 230 pre-registrations already, man. So, we've already passed – uh, 2020s numbers. So, man, we're 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 pushing for a big event, man. Big event.
0: I love it. If you go to their Instagram, so Layin at the Lake. So, L A Y I N at the Lake. You'll see that they got a link in their bio. When you go to the website, Chad, there's a lot of good information. You guys have done great uh with this website. What's what should someone know? That's maybe a stones throw away. and They're gonna cruise in, right? Can they do day of show pre or js show registration like what is that process going to be like
3: Yeah man so we uh we stopped pre registration on October 1st just to kind of give ourselves some time you know to get ready get everything straightened out before the show mm-hmm. we're going to have registration at the front gate Friday Saturday and Sunday all weekend long Oh good Um so it's uh yeah we're going to we're going to have it man so anybody that's you know coming from out of town out of state Um, it's, it's, it's going on, dude. So there's no reason not to show up. And I mean, it's, it's unlike any other show, man. It's super laid back. Just, just an all time, you know, just all around good time, man.
0: Yeah. I love, I love hearing it. The great thing about it is I love the artwork, uh, in the real trucks that are on your flyer. As you mentioned, the 12th through the 14th, You've got a lot of great sponsors, but it looks like Airlift. We've continued to see them step up, and they're the stage sponsor. Uh, what does it feel like to have a show, that, like you said, fourth year event, but you have such big names that have come on uh, to show their support?
3: Yeah, man, absolutely. I mean, when we landed Airlift uh, last year for the stage sponsorship, man, I was kind of, I was kind of smitten a little bit, man, because I mean, they're they're one of the big dogs in the industry, you know, and it was just, it was cool to see, you know, such big names in the industry and and in the scene, you know, come on and support our event. And I mean, you know, hopefully they keep coming back year to year, man. So we, we're, we're lucky to have them involved. And uh, you know, also our, our great title sponsor Delta tire and custom wheels. uh, They're great, man. They've got some big, big builds. They're bringing out this year for four lane at the lake. They actually, Send me some sneak peek pictures. They just started on one Friday, so they're gonna have it done in about three and a half weeks. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time, man. Good time.
0: Yeah, fantastic. And for those that don't know, airlift Performance has been around since approximately nineteen forty nine, so they're no newcomer to the scene as Chad mentioned. The other awesome thing that I saw was we've got a lot of good family in the committed car and truck club they're celebrating their fifth anniversary how good of a feeling does it have you know those there so many great uh, guys and ladies in that club there in texas and the surrounding states Uh, how good does it feel that they're going to be celebrating their fifth anniversary right there with you guys in texas
3: yeah absolutely man i mean committed i mean those guys roll deep and they i mean that's that's a solid quality club right there man i mean whenever they've supported us from day one from the show and you know me being close with those guys, you know, I reached out to him. I said, "Hey, man, if if y'all y'all don't have anywhere to host your your fifth year anniversary, you know, we would love to host you guys and 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 get it set up and have a ball. We've actually got uh, a lot of people know Egg roll Hut. We've got them catered in uh, Saturday night for Committed's big uh, anniversary dinner. So, I mean, they're they're rolling almost seventy deep, man, already in just pre registrations for the show. And I mean, Damn. I've heard a couple extras, you know." couple extras on the way and uh i mean these guys i mean they're debuting like seven to ten trucks man just for laying at the lake so definitely stop by and check out committed man because they're 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 bringing the heat no doubt
0: hell yeah there's a lot of good people as i mentioned um in the club and that's kind of the that's what you get when you go to a show like laying at the lake of course november 12th through the 14th there in Grapevine, texas the flyer itself at at dot com has a lot of good information on it, including uh, Chad Moss's contact information, the email, and then the dates and the times. Uh, the great thing that I also think is key is you have the awards at one p.m. of course, local time, which is central on Sunday, and that's a great way to get people back on the road and out of town, right? Yeah, man,
3: no doubt. I mean, because we have, I mean, we literally have people coming in from you know all over the countries. So, you know, we want to get. You know, we don't want to cut it short, but we want everybody, you know, to get out of there, you know, a good time of day and and, and make a good dent in their drive home. You know, because I mean, some of these guys are driving, you know, 15 plus hours, you know, to land at the lake. So we want to get them, you know, get them in and get them out and have a great time while we're doing it. So,
0: yeah. And for the time that everyone hears this, you're going to have about three weeks. So if you're on the fence, make the truck out. Now, don't just take Chad's word for it or mine. You can go on YouTube and type in four words, laying at the lake, okay, you're going to see uh, two key partners. You're going to see uh, Garage Gear Clothing. Of course, we love them. You can go out there, subscribe to their channel. They have several videos out there of different vehicles and uh, just kind of walking around the show. And then you also have Keepin, K-E-E-P-N, It Custom with the a K, uh, also some good coverage and probably others. But of course, those are the key ones that have shown up. And I always tell uh, people, Chad, that you have all of these great people like Lonnie from garage gear that will go out to a show and make these videos use, you know, use those to promote the event because people can see like, wow, this is no joke.
3: Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, the, the more video coverage and, and media coverage, the better. I mean, we've got, you know, two to three, I think four magazines coming out this year. I know street trucks is going to be there. Uh, Damien with all time lows coming out underground scene mag, uh, full throttle mag. I mean, probably four or five different guys out there shooting video all weekend long, man. So it's uh, the coverage will be there. So I'm, I'm telling everybody, man, bring your A game because I know for a fact there's going to be some 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 shoots going on just because of the location and the the scenery, man. It's a
0: photographer's heaven, no doubt. I love hearing it, man. What are you most excited about with you and your wife in terms of you know teaming up? and putting in all this work, you know, as you get closer to it. I know it's a little stressful, but you got to be excited, man.
3: Oh, yeah, man, no doubt. I mean, it's uh, it's definitely crunch time right now, you know, three weeks, you know, three, three and a half weeks from the show. Uh, but, you know, it's it's definitely cool to wake up Friday morning or even Thursday morning, man, and start seeing rides rolling in. And, you know, we I go pick her up because she runs the front gate, so she's pretty tied up all weekend. I always make it a point, you know, to go grab her and, and I take a little ride around on the golf cart and we just kind of get to soak it in and, you know, kind of reap what we sowed, you know, and see a a quality event that, you know, everybody's having a blast at, man. And that's, that's what it's all about, bro. It's just, you know, giving back to the scene and and making a quality event.
0: Yeah, it's good stuff. And um, what I would tell people to do is, you know, hashtag your photos laying at the lake and uh, tag them on Instagram and or Facebook and just go out there and have a good time. It's an awesome event. And of course it, it's pre-holidays, right? So it makes it a little bit easier, people getting away for maybe a last couple of weekends before they hunker down for the holidays. Uh, any lasting kind of updates or anything else you wanted to share about laying at the lake coming up here in November?
3: Man, we um, actually, beginning of the summertime, there was some pretty torrential rains <clears throat> that came through that part of Texas, and uh, the, the dam actually broke on the lake wow. and did a lot of damage and stuff like that, but... uh my, my wife, Emily, you know, jumped to it and contacted the owners of the park and asked said, hey, you know, can we set up a, a GoFundMe, you know, just to help, you know, help you guys rebuild, repair and help with, you know, revenue because the summer times, that's their hot season, man. That's their money makers at Lake. So, you know, in a matter of, of minutes, you know, we had a GoFundMe up and we raised over $10,000, man. They had it back up and running inside of two weeks. So everything is as it should be, man. It is 100% go.
0: Wow, dude, that's amazing! And I tell you what, it takes uh, some great people like your, you know, yourself and your wife to step up and do some of the things like that. You know, dedicate your own time and uh, help raise some funds for, um, you know, argue, you know, a great cause. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Well, Chad, we wish you all the luck, man, and we appreciate you always partnering up with us to, you know, be able to do our part and promote the scene. Uh, we got a lot of love from Texas, a lot of people in different clubs that listen. Uh, even some people that kind of roll solo, but at the end of the day, going to shows and supporting the scenes, what we're all about. And uh, we really appreciate you and your wife, man.
3: Absolutely, man. Absolutely. We appreciate you guys and everything you guys do for the scene and, and giving us the opportunity to come on here and kick it for a few minutes and, and talk about the show, man. We really appreciate it.
0: You know how we do. So everyone, we're going to conclude this piece. We're going to roll into Ed Eister's audio. Have a safe weekend, everyone, and stay on the rise. My brother we will talk soon, Chad.
3: All right, man. Be good.
0: Hey, hey, we're so excited to have Ed Eister on. He's been on our list a while and got a chance to link up with a homie just a couple weeks ago. But, Ed, I just want to welcome you to the podcast, man. Thank you for all the support, and thanks for just uh, being a big supporter of the truck scene.
2: Absolutely, man. I appreciate it, and I'm so glad you uh, asked me to come on tonight. This is great.
0: Yeah, I can't wait to talk about you know trucks. You and I, when we get together, it's, uh, it's always a good time when we talk about trucks and the old stuff. You know you know so much about you know the history here, especially in Florida, but you know before we get to that fun stuff, share some details about yourself like where did you grow up? you know what's some of your background?
2: Well, I'm originally from Indianapolis, but I uh, moved down here to Southwest Florida when I was about six years old and uh, so uh, this is where I've lived ever since and you know s- saw some mini trucks around town, never really got into it too much and I lived in a mobile home park and a lot of the older folks there, you know, they had some really cool cars. There was a guy at the end of the road that had, um, had a Lincoln with the suicide doors. It was like a dark forest green. And there's another guy with a red Porsche. And one of the guys had a Dodge truck, like the little red wagon. And so I'd see these things around and I would go to some of the car shows around town, but I wasn't really into it. And there was a movie theater here and we would see, uh, the mini trucks cruising by and, you know, they would pull up nice and slow. And now remember, this is like in the late 80s, early 90s. And they'd pull up nice and slow to the to uh, to the to the speed bump. And they would ease up over it. And then they would just like slam it and just grind over it. And I would look at them and I'm like, man, that's just ridiculous. You know, like that is just weird. Until I went to the grocery store and I picked up a mini truck and just to be able to see what it was like. And then I'm seeing all the body mods and all these different crazy things. And I'm like, okay, this looks kind of interesting. So now there's going to be a mini truck show here in town at a Harbor Nissan dealership. And this was like April 20th of 91. And that's where I got to meet some people that I call friends today. 30 years later, Uh, I saw things that just really kind of really blew my mind. And I was talking to them about the club, about Gulf Breeze and, you know, what they do and, you know, uh, what's the requirements to get in. And we got to talking and. Uh, the following month, May, I was a member of Gulf Breeze, and I, I have been ever since. And like I said, some of those people are still my friends today. So, just by watching these, you know, lower trucks trying to navigate their way over a speed bump at the movie theater to now doing this thirty years is just crazy.
0: Yeah, it's hard to imagine. And you're good with you're real good with dates. And that was I'm trying to remember was that that was thirty years ago. You were saying this year, right?
2: Yes sir.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. May I,
2: May 16th of 91 is when I joined Gulf Breeze.
0: Yeah, it's crazy, man. I I love how, you know, we'll get into some of the, the the ways, you know, you kept your photos and all that, but so how old were you when you moved again to Florida? I was 6 years old. Yeah, so you You know, you I, was in, I was in uh, kindergarten. Some, some memories up there, but most of your life's down here.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, even like after I got into the mini truck scene, I wanted to kind of figure out what it was like back in Indianapolis. You know, if I were to live there, what would it be like? So I got a hold of Donnie Babb from Latest Craze and some of those guys and just kind of like uh, this is back in the early like street source and, you know, email kind of stuff days. And uh, Kerry Bewley, actually, he was featured and he was there from Indianapolis. So I'm up there in town visiting some family. I wanted to go by and check out his shop. So we did. Uh, my wife and I went over there and I talked to him for about three hours while my wife sat in the van reading a book. And she still reminds me about that today, <laughs> <laughs> about how she was stuck in the van. But she supported me. She loved it. And she just let me go over there and, you know, talking to Carrie and Donnie Babs truck is, you know, all primed up on sawhorses, doing some crazy work to it. And we got to talk about Project Indy. And it was just cool being able to meet people from back home where I was from, but, you know, still, you know, very influential in the scene.
0: No doubt. And it's pretty cool when you mention like Harry and some of those names from that area that are so uh, tied to the culture, the mini truck culture from that area. And, you know, Project Indy was cool because, I mean, that story when we had him on, like, it just was yeah. like mind-blowing. But the small connection I have to their – was back in, I always get the two years mixed up. I think it was oh one, oh two. It might have been oh two, oh three. And my buddy Russ and I, we flew up to Indy Truck Bash. And for some reason, I don't know if it was the show coverage or what, but when we went up there, we were blown away. I mean, this is 20 years ago now. How like you'd go to a lot of shows and you would see things like, you know, mini truckers, right? So a lot of us had primer, you know, we brought our stuff, you know, we still bring our stuff out when we're working on it. But we mm-hmm. were blown away at how many complete, like full, complete vehicles. Like, okay, it wasn't just paint on body. It was like, boom, interior's all done. And I still look back at those photos from those couple years I went and, man, I got a chance to see a lot of cool stuff. But like you said, there's a, there's a lot of car culture there. But there's also a lot of, it's heavily influenced, a lot lot of influence from many truckers there too.
2: Oh yeah, like Dustin Haven and Todd Wilt, I believe. Those guys are yes. just doing some crazy builds up in that area. So they were definitely holding the Midwest down.
0: Yeah, and I used to always go on, um, I'm glad you mentioned latest craze, I used to always go on their website. You know, circa, you know, 97, 98, 99 when websites were just at the infancy. But there were some clubs that would consistently. I think like Forever Low was one. Latest Craze I believe, was another. And uh, there's a few still that are out there. But I always thought that was cool, cool because back in that time, it was pre- pretty much the magazine, as you mentioned. But then we did have a little bit of opportunity with you know the internet, right, starting to explode. And then of course Sporttruck.com and Street Source, as you mentioned. But
2: Street Source for sure.
0: Now, one thing that I think is pretty cool, you know, you've done a great job of kind of, you know, sometimes you'll be like, yo, check this out. You know, this was back at such and such, like, you know, little show in my area and things like that. Did you start, like, finding that you were going to shows when you linked up with the homies, like, in the club, and they're like, oh, well, we're going to this little show this weekend at this. I think there was one you went to, like, at a zoo, wasn't there?
2: Yeah, well, this is one of the things is, like, they did a lot, or they went to a lot of Bill Cox shows, Cruising Customs and you know i know a lot of people have uh, their idea about bill cox and you know the whole joke is like you go to a bill cox show you get a trophy and you know there's a lot of truth to that but the thing is a lot of people in the scene today uh, at least down here in florida like south georgia area i don't know if we would really be involved with the scene today like we are if it wasn't for bill cox if it wasn't for whitley and some of those guys Mm -hmm. so we were going to a lot of bill cox shows and yeah, you know, you got trophies, but man, we got to get out of town. We got to go see some cool things and we all hung out and, uh, you know, we'd go out to dinner one night and just the camaraderie, the community. And that was just incredible. Yeah. Um, you know, there were some local shows, but yeah, we drive across the state over to West Palm. We went to Lion Country Safari, which is the one you're we just talking about. They did a lot of shows over there and that was so much fun. Um, there was like, you, we talked about before off air it was, uh, water mania you know we've done water many before and uh that was just a fantastic location for a car show and just to be able to go up there and hang out and i mean there at water mania your vehicles were on display right there by the water slides right by the lazy river you know by the waiting pool everything you know so we got to go in early set up everything go hit the water slides all day. And then once everything closed down, then we got to roll out.
0: Yeah. And
2: and so they did some pretty cool things like that. So, uh, I don't know if anyone's really doing those kind of things today, but that was legit. That was a lot of fun to be able to get out of town with your friends and just go chill out in a place like that.
0: Yeah. I know like NC, uh, Tim, you know, in Orlando, you know, that he, he, I think he, you'd go to those shows as well. You know, the other guy that would go to those is Hank from hammered weekend where, Here's the crazy thing, like I know, like you guys and you know, I never got a chance to go. Like we would go to like look at the trucks, but I think Hank was. He said that he was going for some other reason. I I don't know, something about you know. So I was like, hey, uh, okay, but but in all seriousness, I mean, it did. When you look back at the old coverage, that was um, a cool backdrop, right, for those type of events. But I got to agree with you. From you know, rest in peace to Greg Miller. You know, he had shared the background to me when we had dinner one night. We were headed to Lone Star Throwdown, and we stopped, and we linked up with the homie. And I wish he was still here, because, you know, he had the tie into Whitley. And mm-hmm. um, to your point, that was, you know, you think about, like, back in the day with, with music, you had to have distribution, right? So you'd sign a deal, and then those record labels would have the in on getting your stuff on shelves and selling, hopefully well, the same thing, the distribution in the, in, the, in the scene, if you will, was having an event, right, that people could come park in a parking lot, the camaraderie, that's where people started to slap hands. And, you know, we don't I, – I truly think you're right. We don't give enough credit to Bill Cox and Whitley and, and those guys to, for doing what they did.
2: Yeah, it was definitely an awesome time. Um, you know, growing up, you know, going through my uh, – you know, late teens, early twenties, being able to do that kind of stuff. And, uh, I mean, I got engaged at a Bill Cox show,
0: dude. I mean, right. There's a mic drop, bro. You know what I mean? But
2: see, here's the thing. It was my girlfriend at the time, the one that proposed to me.
0: Ah, so we were at a trophy
2: ceremony. Yeah. We were at a trophy ceremony at a Bill Cox show down in Fort Myers, uh, TGI Fridays. This is March 5th, 1994. And for some reason, my girlfriend's is nervous. She's, you know, I don't know. She's not acting right, whatever. And, but we did invite my mom to go to the show. Like it's only 20 miles South, you know, and we had great attendance from the club. We had a lot of people that even they would show occasionally they were at this show. So we had pretty good attendance. And at the end of the show, they're getting ready for trophy ceremony. And uh, we knew Bill and Kathy, you know, we've known them for a while. But I didn't know they knew my girlfriend's last name. So to say, is there a Tina Parrish out in the audience? And she said, yeah, she raised her hand. So I figured they needed help with passing out trophies or doing something, doing whatever. Well, then Bill Cox, he's, you know, just teasing me about my display and just doing things like that. And next thing you know, he turns around and hands Tina the microphone and she starts talking about. Well, you know, I have a special award for Ed. We've been, you know, friends for a couple of years. We've been dating for a year and a half. And today I have a special award. And it says, she pulls this trophy out from behind her back. And it says, Ed Eister, will you marry me? And I'm like, I know. I mean, this is now I understand why she's nervous. And, you know, my whole club is there. And, you know, they captured this whole moment. So, yeah, she proposed to me. So that was pretty incredible. So I mean, I do have fond memories of Bill Cox shows. I mean, it's very sentimental. Other than just coming home with a trophy, and honestly, I still call her my trophy wife.
0: <laughs> I love it, man. That's pretty cool. And we'll have to like update the OLP rulebook to say like, man, if you got engaged at a Bill Cox show, you're immediately like, you know, you're not OG, you're you're triple OG, right? I mean, just <laughs> home. I mean, just you're patched in. I like it, but well. You know? That's a tick mark that I don't think David Decorber is <laughs> going to get. <laughs> yeah, where is tick mark Willie, man? I mean, maybe you know what? You got to be careful. He might try to stage a proposal at uh, Sparks in the Park. You know this this coming April up in the Panhandle. I mean, you never know. But I mean, dude, he's he's a he's a lunatic.
2: <laughs> I wouldn't put it past him.
0: I love it. I love it. But um, so you start going to these shows, right? And back in those days, I mean. I mean, from your recollection, was it did it seem like you guys were hanging out in the garage and you were going to, you know, several shows a year? Because, I mean, they were kind of all over. Kind of what was the vibe circa early 90s going into the mid-90s? I mean, was it a lot of hanging out with the club and doing little cruises, being at Burger King and stuff like that?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, of course, times were a lot simpler. You know, uh, airbags weren't a thing. You know, torsion bars and blocks for moving a leaf, that was more of a thing. Uh, someone needed some help with an interior, you know, we, we kind of tackled that. And, you know, I'm not a mechanical guy. Uh, I help how I can. And, but there's people that are great at turning wrenches that do this kind of stuff. So yeah, you know, there were several times that we would hang out and do that. And there was a local cruise night that we had, um, for the longest time, it was every second Friday of the month. We know that we would be there at the McDonald's by books a million and uh there was a small cruise in there and it was mostly the older vehicles you know it was the corvettes the mustangs the hot rods and whatever and they played their 50s and 60s music and whatever and i just wanted us to be represented because what we're doing today was similar to what they were doing back in the day you know my 93 mazda is their 69 camaro or it's their you know whatever corvette so you know we had a bunch of body mods and things like that and things were different but this is what the teens were doing today. So I talked to the people that ran that that show. And I said, Hey, what would it take for us to do a Gulf Freeze choice just to be able to have a plaque made so that way we can kind of choose a vehicle every single month? Now, most likely it's going to be a mini truck or a custom truck, but if it could be some, you know, crazy hot rod with some really cool body mods, you know, we'll pick it, you know. But we just want to kind of help promote ourselves and put ourselves out there. So they said, Yeah, absolutely. So Uh, for several years, you know, we had a plaque every night at that show and we would go there and hang out. And even if we couldn't make it, if we were going to be out of time for another show, we would make sure we had someone represent and go there and be able to pick out an award for us or pick out a vehicle for us. So um, that really kind of gave us a good name in the community. You know, it wasn't just a bunch of, you know, riffraff mini truckers and whatnot. But, you know, we were doing some cool things. We were doing some fundraisers for uh labor day telethon and we were doing you know cancer walks you know these um they would have these 18 hour or 20 hour things at the local high school and you just kind of like walk the track and it raised money for you know cancer society and man we had so much fun just camping out in the football field and doing all those kind of things we'd have some beagles on display so it was so much more than just car shows you know we really did some cool things together in our community and it was a lot of
0: fun excellent You know, when you were talking about how times were simpler, I remember being in high school. I had a buddy, Daniel, and he worked at this local place up the road here. Technically, I think it was Lutz, and um, it was a little place you could walk up and get ice cream. Or I don't think they had smoothies. I think it was like a little ice cream thing where, like, the top opened and you just stand there and and get your stuff. Well, he would, in between customers, he would run out the side door and he'd work on. He had an izuzu pickup. And, you know, back in those days, Van, it was funny. He'd be, I'd be like, man, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, man, I just took the AC vents. I'm painting them. And he'd have a spray going, Shh, <laughs> Shh, you know, just that, that little back and forth motion. Mm-hmm. Shh. And then it was like, okay, the, all right. So then the shift, like two hours later, all right, they're dry. Pop them in. But, you know, we joke about that now, but there was something about the instant gratification, you know. And back in those days, the mods, like as basic as they were, right – I mean, not even calling that a mod so much, but like, you know, doing some flex stone on something, spray painting this and that, and doing a few things. Splatter paint. Yeah, and then boom, then the next day it was a couple other things, and before you knew it, it just was that, um, I don't know, it was that time, like you said, simpler times, I don't know how better to describe it, but they were definitely fun, weren't they?
2: Yeah, they weren't high dollar mods. You know, some of them could have been, but just the idea that you knew someone that they either uh, did stereo or they did body work or they did paint or they did interior or whatever happened to be, you know, like someone had a specialty and they, they would jump in and do it. You know, um, you know, many times we would get together and just like you said, you know, tear apart your air vents, tear apart your interior, do things like that and uh, painting things, you know, in your interior, trying to get everything to match or taking things apart in your engine bay and, uh, painting things. So, uh, that was always kind of cool. There was a guy in our club, um, Bill Albright, and, uh, he was, he really made himself a great painter. I mean, he started off, you know, not knowing and absorbing from other people and, uh, man, he could fade paint jobs. He could do flake, you know, he could do some really killer scallops. And, uh, so he had some nice vehicles and it was nothing for him to just tear into a new car. He had bought a 93 Honda Del Sol and brand new off the lot. I mean, like, I still had the the sticker in the window. And we're over at his shop, and he's kind of, like, pacing around the car. I'm like, what are you doing? He says, I'm about ready to French the antenna and shade the door handle. So I'm like, you're <laughs> going to do what? And next thing you know, he had a grinder go into the paint,
0: you know? Well, and hey, like, I mean, if you had a, crazy. if you had a Bill Cox show coming up, man, those were points, dude. You know, you throw, yeah, you know it. You throw a little walkie-talkie in there, and you had a, you had a home phone. And you were pointing it up, man. <laughs>
2: yeah, but, yeah, he, he was good at paint body work, and he did a lot of work on my truck as well. Um, so the French antenna and, uh, and the license plate box and things like that he did. And uh, So, yeah, I think he's living up in Alabama someplace right now. Yeah. But uh yeah, he did a lot of work along with uh Will Collins, you know, we've talked about him with that purple 720. Yes. You know, he was doing uh suspension and some paint and body and things like that and uh so having people like that around was always awesome. They were always supportive.
0: Yeah, and I appreciate you bringing up Will's name and and you know, you've kept Golf Breeze you know, uh with some of your club mates, you know, you guys have have kept it going uh, I would tell people if you go on Instagram and type in golf breeze g u l f, you you could see some of the posts that they've done. We had posted, I posted before uh, Will Collins's truck, and um, he passed away as you had let me know back in 2018. I think in August, uh, August 13, 2018, right. um, after his battle with cancer, I had we had seen his 720 with the Phantom Grill back all the way. Uh, back in the day at blood drag, and then it was featured, of course, in, uh, I think it was truck and mag, and uh, what an awesome truck it was, but, you know, rest in peace to the homie. Let's talk a little bit about your truck, right, so you hinted earlier, the 93 Mazda, arguably the most famous mini truck of all time, like, if you really look through mini truck and every issue, like I've done, you will see the B2000 or 2200, these trucks were featured just on an insane insane amount because there were so many that were customized, there were so many that were awesome. You know, it was the S10 before the S10, you know what I mean? But it th- they're arguably some of my favorite trucks ever. I mean, I go back and forth. One day it's a Mighty Max, the other day it's not, nah, man, I got to go with the B2000 or 2200. Uh, talk to us a bit, little bit about how you acquired it and some of the things um, in addition to what you just mentioned that are done to this badass truck.
2: Sure thing. Well, I had an 86 Ranger at the time. That's when I joined Gulf Breeze, and it was already used, and it wasn't the greatest. It had some dents, and the drip rails had rust on it and everything, and I was already doing some work to it, but I wanted something fresh and something new. So since I like Rangers, and my my dad and my uncles, they were always into uh, old Fords, you know, the 70s Fords and such, I thought, okay, I'm going to kind of continue this, and I was looking at a 93 Ranger. I was looking at a super cab and I was able to go to the dealership and order it. And all I wanted was the four liter automatic. I wanted the biggest engine they had automatic and I wanted a smooth rear window because I wanted to be able to put in a big logo, but I didn't want the chrome. I didn't want the body package. I didn't want the stickers and all this other stuff. And this didn't want any of this other stuff. And so no problem. They said, okay, give us two months and it will be here or a month or whatever it was at the time. And it shows up and it does have the four liter v6 but it had all this other stuff and i'm like because it had the sliding rear window and chrome rear bumper and all this kind of stuff i'm like i don't want that it's not what i was into oh it's part of the package like isn't this great i'm like no it's not it's not what i wanted (laughs) so i kind of walked away from that deal so here i am now i'm shopping again Mm -hmm. and i'm at the local dealer and i'm looking at The S10, which is about ready to, you know, go out of style or not really out of style, but, you know, they're about ready to stop producing those. And I'm looking at like a maroon Mazda. They had something else there and nothing was this seriously interesting me. You know, nothing was really catching my attention. And so they said, hey, look, we got one more coming in tomorrow. It's coming over from Fort Lauderdale. Come back and check it out. I think you might like it. I'm like, all right, whatever, you know. And I liked Mazdas, you know, I, I there was a lot of cool ones in the magazines and such. But, you know, after not being able to get my Ranger, I'm like, okay, now what am I going to do? So anyway, I went back the next day, and here's this black and chrome Mazda Cab Plus sitting there. And I'm thinking, man, I did not want black. Black is so hard, so hard to take care of. But I'm looking at it like, man, look at all that chrome. That thing is gorgeous. And I'm thinking, man, I didn't want black or chrome, but this thing is hot. So I'm like, all right, let's talk about this. So we did struck up a deal. And so February 18th, 93, I bought myself this Mazda. So me being a Metallica fan, I'm thinking, okay, so i got to come up with a name. So Black End or Fade to Black, those are all Metallica songs. You know, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to come up with something. So that was Thursday when I bought the truck. Saturday, I'm at a car show with some friends at a local mini golf place called Pelican Pete's out in Inglewood. And I'm just there to help support them, you know, for club participation, whatever. But my truck's not getting anything. You know, I'm just there to hang out. But my buddy Ken Baker and I, we're about ready to leave that show that night because we're heading to Fort Myers to a Metallica concert. Uh huh. So now we're on our way to the Metallica concert. And I'm sitting at a stoplight. And I hear screeching. And I look at my rear mender. Or on my uh, rear mirror and there's a van sliding sideways at me and <laughs> runs into the back of my truck.
0: Holy crap so,
2: dude it was it takes was, out that it,
0: it was Hank back in the day you know before you know
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what it may have been I thought he looked familiar when I saw him later on <laughs> but yeah take out the bed the tailgate taillight and all this kind of stuff and I'm thinking it's whiplash that was the name of the truck that was another Metallica song and I'm thinking the truck basically just named itself. So, but that kind of started. I'm like, all right, well, it's already going to be cut up anyway. So we kind of started with the body mods. You know, I got it straightened back out and got it back and everything, but it was slow. You know, it's not like I just, it's not an overnight build by any means. It took years to get there, but, um, got a Sir Michaels roll pan for uh, my birthday one year and, uh, which is pretty cool. We're out to dinner at Alla Garden and they bring in this big box and sure enough it's Sir Michael's pan, and uh my buddy Bill Albright Frenched in the tailgate and um I wanted to keep the black and chrome look so I like the chrome handles that were on it but I wanted something custom. So we ended up calling mini truck uh dismantlers out in California and they sent me um Miata handles. I saw the the how-to in the magazine. I think it was Tom Lutz that did it, uh, but he did it on his Mazda, and they had the how-to, you know, get handled or whatever it was in mini trucking. So I copied that, ordered my handles, got them in, took them to a local body shop, they grafted them in, and they still work today. So that and, of course, the French tin antenna and shaved regular antenna, the emblems, all the normal stuff. Uh, Another guy I know shaved my cowl just made it nice and smooth and clean all the way across there, left little tiny holes. Cause like I already took off my windshield wipers. You know, I had the little, little billet studs to cover up the, you know, the windshield wiper things, you know, and I had Raynex in the windshield. So I'm already not running windshield wipers. So we just decided let's just shave the whole thing and just made it look nice and smooth. So one of the mods I did was because like the day of the Columbine shooting, April 20th of 99, I believe it was um my mom was put to the hospital she was having some heart issues and i spent the day with her and i left her in the hospital that night she was doing fine so i'm heading to work and a guy runs a stop stop sign on me takes out the whole friend of my truck so um long story short talk to the body my, body guy and he's like well you can spend this much money on another stock bumper or you can take that money and spend it on whatever you want. So I said, okay, so I can order this one here out of the magazine, and it was the FBI uh, bumper, where it was like a Toyota front bumper,
0: yeah, molded
2: top to bottom, and I had it stretched to match my Mazda defenders, because you know how the Toyota bumper always comes up short on the Mazda defenders. So um, had a stretch, had it molded, had the turn signals reduced, so they're a little bit smaller. And got the billet insert in the grill, billet insert in the bumper, and uh, clear lights all the way around. And it felt like I was getting set. But one of the biggest things about the truck that I really like was uh, right before we got married in 95, uh, my mom wanted to get me something for the truck. And she said, you can order whatever you want. She kind of gave me a little bit of a budget, but she said, it's on you what you get. And I told her I wanted to get a topper and I told her what I was looking for and this and that. She said, order it. So I ordered the sprint topper with the polished frames and everything out of uh, California. And this thing shows up and it just looked amazing. You know, I took pictures of it coming off the UPS truck or whatever it was, the freight truck. And uh, so, yeah, that was a wedding present from my mom.
0: That's so awesome. uh, Yeah. And you had, you had posted in January of 2020, and you had mentioned that it was like 25 years ago like because you had the dates like on the Sprint catalog. And that was pretty cool. Like it was from literally January 20th of 95, I think.
2: Yeah. You know, I still had the invoice and the old school paperwork that you had to like point out what you wanted and circle it and call them up. You know, there wasn't a website or anything like that. There wasn't email. It was... Like one of these, you know, paper pamphlet kind of catalog things.
0: Yeah, four hundred and seventy-four dollars, so, and it was then twenty-five dollar boxing fee, and you're like, sign me up, you know, F- like mm-hmm. you know, four hundred and you know, ninety, you know, ninety-five, ninety-six bucks, whatever. I'd be mean, just amazing.
2: Yeah, the, the the polished frames cost a little bit more, but uh, you know, my mom was down with that, and I'm like, man, I wanted to do some timeless things to the truck. There was a few things that i had wanted to do and kind of talked my way out of but i i'm kind of glad the mods that i did you know the way i did them it is it kind of gave it a timeless look you know the roll pans never kind of went out you know you can kind of tell it's it's period correct for the, the canted french license plate you know but you know as for everything else you know it, it seems to be pretty smooth pretty timeless um it's never been backed and that's you know kind of an embarrassment on my part. But, you know, it was lowered, you know, blocks and torsion bars, remove a leaf or two. And it still rides decent, but it doesn't have a C-notch. It doesn't have anything like that. And, you know, I've always had the idea that if I can't do it right, I'm not going to do it at all. And with the airbag suspension, it's just turned out to I haven't been able to do it at all.
0: Yeah, no. But, you know, the cool thing is it's kind of like a pair of shoes that haven't been worn for 25 years and they're found. It's like, you know, you would think, Hey, how, how did someone not wear these Jordans or whatever? But then it's like, Oh, well man, I've got the perfect thing. Right. So like the mini truck, I mean, you have this time capsule, you know, that's, it's basically the way I see it. And did you, I, cause I kind of wanted to ask you this. Like I remember seeing it at shows, you got the Colorado custom wheels on it and, I'm trying to think, like, when you recreated the photo this past weekend at Slamfest 30, like, when did you. Do you recall, like, maybe about the time you stopped showing it? Because I, I think it was, like, in that photo, it was 2001 to 2021, right? So that 20 year span. But right. uh, when did you, like, kind of park it and put it on the back burner?
2: Well, I showed it there at Slamfest in 01 and I believe 02, but. I just stopped progressing with it you know I, I stopped doing mods um if i can remember right i want to say it was february 18th 2001. i have to go back and look it up and i'm sorry yeah, 2001 it was the day that dale earnhardt senior died oh yeah um that, yeah. which is another weird i'm able to remember this but anyway i'm at blood drag and it's being shot for a feature
0: yes i was and there that year i remember
2: yeah. So, um, it was shot and I was honored, just like amazed that they would even consider my truck. And, uh, you know, so it was in Travis Nowak shot it and it was just an incredible experience. So now I'm going back and forth with Lance Marts, just trying to figure out, Hey, when is it, you know, going to come out? You know, when can I expect to see this? And so I got this really cool email back from him. It's really nice email saying that, if you were to lower it some more airbag it body drop it maybe put some color on it maybe we can put it on the on the cover which i thought was really cool but i just stopped progressing with it i'd stop putting money into it um you know i'm I'm a family man now i have a son that i mean he was actually on his way the next year 2002 but uh my wife's dad was dealing with cancer and me putting money into this truck wasn't my priority so uh it just it just stopped progressing so i still took it to a couple shows here and there but for slam fest and things like that i think the last time i showed it was 2002 i don't believe it was there in 2003 and i'd still go there i still went every year and just supported my club and hung out and did different things uh, the club was kind of dwindling Some of the guys had left and went to other clubs, and, you know, that was cool. I I mean, I was fine with that. You know, I want nothing but the best for Gulf Breeze, but, you know, they're still friends. It didn't matter what club they were in, you know. I mean, I've heard the phrase, you know, it's thicker than a sticker, and, like, I'm still friends and family with those guys today. But, you know, I went to Slamfest all the way through, I think it was 2009 was the last time it was there in Tampa. And, uh, just, I stopped working on the truck, but, um, hurricane Charlie come in 2004 and I don't have a garage. I have like a covered parking area at the time and it sat outside. I put it up on blocks because we were expecting some pretty high water and I I did what I could, but there was a mobile home, uh, community, uh, about a quarter mile away. And those homes got destroyed and a lot of the aluminum from those homes ended up in my neighborhood. And it is kind of wrapped around these concrete poles that where my truck is parked and it just raked back and forth across my hood and across my fenders, across my windshield, and I got dents and gouges and scratches and it's kinda weird looking at the photo because all this mangled metal all over my truck, but the hood still looks like glass. So you can see the truck still had potential, but it was just getting wrecked. And I'm like, well, it's still my daily driver. It is what it is. And I just, you know, I'm I'm not worried about showing it at the moment. So uh, the next year come around 2005 and it does start to run rough. It's starting to have a, nick, uh, a tick or a knock in the engine. And I'm not wanting to, you know, put a whole lot of money into it. But, you know, I'm not mechanical. I don't know these things. I don't know what's going on. So I park it just to be cautious. And I'm like, okay, I I don't want to make it worse. Uh, I want to try to take care of this when I can. And I parked it. And there was a guy I knew that had a shop here in town. And he said, man, I go to SEMA every year and I do all these different things. Let me take the truck back to my shop. Let me check it out. I'll figure it out. And if it's something big, I got sponsors we're going to get your truck and it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be running for you. I'm like, seriously. Okay. You know, so he takes it and he gives me an update every once in a while. And he tells me, Hey, I'm looking at this and I'm checking into that and we're doing whatever. So I'm not pushing him; He's not charging me, but over the course of a year, you know, things start slowing down and I'm not getting as many updates. So finally I get this call and says, Hey, look, landlords on me. I got too many vehicles here. I got to get your truck out of here. I'm going to drop it off of your house. I'm like, okay, so where are we at? What did you do? What do I need to do next? And he said, well, the top end's been sitting open on the engine for the last several months. You're probably going to need a new engine. So I'm just devastated.
0: Yeah, true. You know, I'm
2: like, great. So what could have been, you know, maybe I needed a new engine is now for sure I need an engine. So it just pulled the rug out from underneath me. It just really kind of defeated me and... Okay, it's going to sit there. Um, it is what it is, and um, I've, I've had it stored at my house. I've had it stored at another friend's house, but it's just always been outside. Um, there wasn't any need for me to go try to start it up or try to polish the paint or anything like that. It just it just sat. So that was since two thousand five, basically. You know, it's sat out in every hurricane and every storm and everything that we've had down here southwest florida the salt air everything that has to offer so now slam fest 30 is coming up and every year i've been going to the show people keep asking me hey man do you still have whiplash do you still have it and then the joke is well it still has me you know i still have it but you know it's it's just in bad condition you know i look at it every day and it's just kind of depressing you know, I'll go out and sit in it every once in a while, but it's just kind of sad. But Slamfest 30 is coming up, and I'm thinking, man, it would be really cool just to have the truck out there, just to have it, you know, just to show people. And I've been back and forth all year long. You know, I registered in April when it pre-reg opened up, and I'm thinking, should I, should I not? You know, it's embarrassing to, to be in this condition, but it's sentimental value. I'm going to take it because people keep asking. So anyway... Even like the week leading up to Slamfest, I'm on the fence. You know, um, I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. But the goal was I'm going to at least push it onto a trailer, push it off the trailer and let it sit there. And, you know, we can reminisce and talk, you know, whatever. Well, last Wednesday, the Wednesday before Slamfest, I get home from church that Wednesday night and my truck is missing. And I look at my wife, and I tell her, I ask her, "What did you do? What happened?" <laughs> and she says, "I hope you're not
0: mad." You hope Chip Foose is involved, or you know, or Mike Murray, or someone.
2: <laughs> Gosh, I'd always joked with her I was like, "I need to leave a note in the in the glove box. That way, if you know it does get stolen by Chip Foose, you know I will act stupid if Chip Foose has it. You know, but I'll leave a note in there saying <laughs> these are the things that I want done. You know." But uh, that would be incredible. But a um, similar thing happened. You know, I was going back and forth with some of the guys on Facebook and, you know, Pat Elliot and all the guys from Lost Profits. You know, they were encouraging me. And, you know, because Pat Elliott was a Gulf Breeze member back in 93. And nice. Eric Barrett was a, a member, you know, in the 2000s, early 2000s. And, you know, so these guys were like, you need to bring it. You need to get it out. You need to do this. And I'm like, man. I want to, what's the point kind of thing, you know, whatever. And I'm just going back and forth. Well, anyway, Pat, I guess, got a hold of my wife, you know, through Eric and everything. And they're like, we want to come get the truck. We want to come take it. you know. So they took it up to Pat's house, sent a flatbed rollback trailer down here, scooped it up and took it up to his house and had it up and running within the hour. And I was just amazed. I mean, because I didn't know this at the time. I didn't, you know, I didn't know any of this till I got home from church that night. And my wife's telling me, and she's showing me the video on her phone The pad had already sent her. And you know, it changed out the filters and the, and all the fluids. And uh, he's working on this and working on that, doing all this other stuff. And just I heard it running. You know, I haven't heard it running in in like sixteen years. And. I, I just got all emotional like this thing there's hope there's a possibility this thing is gonna live you know, and it was just crazy so Like these guys were not taking no for an answer like not only did they want it at slam fest But they wanted me to be able to drive it You know, they wanted to give me that blessing. They wanted to be able to give me that experience and it's just so overwhelming. I'm like, I, I'm not worthy of that. And just just incredible.
0: Well, what, what I would encourage people, I have always had a hard time of asking for help just because I'm like, well, you know, I don't want to bother people. and But you have to understand there's a lot of people out there that always that, that want to help, that say, hey, you know, like a Madu or Pat or some of these lost profit guys, you know, they're they're no stranger getting their hands dirty, right? They've had, they've had trucks, you know, you can do some stuff maybe that they can't do. So to hear that, like, even at the show, they were over there making lists and trying to get this and do that. And, you know, some of these guys, you know, even like Jeff from mini garage, man, up in the Pacific Northwest. I mean, dude, they can pull a motor and have swaps done in in, an hour, a matter of hours. Right. Whereas, you know, you and I might take us longer. So, that's what I would tell people, you know, don't be ashamed or afraid to, to link up with the homies. In your case, you know, it was reaching across the line to a different, you know, club, so to speak. But don't be ashamed to to want to, you know, progress ahead and asking, hey, man, you know, would you guys be willing to come over and, you know, I'll throw some burgers on and, and help, you know. Because, again, there's a lot of people that that do want to help. And they'd rather help you and see the truck rolling and 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 Ed, I know you know, this is hard for me to comprehend sometimes. Like like I'll let something sit, you know, for four years and then find out it only took like a weekend to fix. Like what you were saying. And you're going, Well dang, if I would have just did this four years ago, like, wow, what could it have been? Right. So, you know, that's my encouragement to everyone. Well,
2: that's what I'm dealing with is because knowing now. That the guy never did tear anything apart in my engine you know because when i saw it i'm thinking it doesn't look like he's messed with it there's oil on the head bolts doesn't look like anything's been taken apart everything is back together so whatever he did take it apart he put it back together the right way you know and you know but i'm thinking it's sat open it's corroded there's water in there or moisture or whatever so to me it was pointless you know there wasn't There wasn't any asking for help. You know, I'm out shopping for a donor truck. I'm looking for, you know, a truck with a decent engine transmission, something with low miles. Maybe Uh, it has, you know, the fenders and the hood that I need, or maybe even four-wheel drive. You know, I would love to have four-wheel drive sheet metal in this thing. So these are kind of the things I was looking for, but not, hey, let's put a battery in and switch the fluids and turn this thing on. That wasn't a possibility because I was told my engine was shot, it was done, you know? yep. And for him to, you know take this thing and tear into it, and he's told me <laughs> he's told me for months, if not well over a year or so, that he wants to be able to do this. like he's a Mazda guy. Pat is a Mazda guy. yep, and he says, I know what I'm doing. I know how to do this. I've owned all these Mazdas. Let me take a look at it, at least let me try it out. And it's not that I didn't trust him. It's just a matter of, I really kind of thought it was pointless and you know, I don't have money to throw at it right now. And I mean, I haven't in quite some time and it's just, I just didn't see the point in it. I never thought it was a possibility. they were going to get this thing running, but they got it running and they were doing all this work to it. And, uh, him and his wife, I was just so amazed. So, uh, went up her to his house on Friday, uh, right before slam Fest. You know, the day, uh, you know, registration opening and they're all, you know, setting up vehicles inside and we're grinding away on this truck that day. We're replacing parts and we're doing different things and just, you know, the top ends, not the top end, but like, you know, the air cleaner and everything's still off the engine and the AC compressor is off to the side and the brake calipers are hanging out and he's still got all this work he's trying to get done and, uh, just, grinded it out, man, did what they could, couldn't get the brakes just right. So anyway, now everything's buttoned back up and we're back down on all four wheels, got the Colorado's, uh, you know, bolted on. And so now we're having problems with the transmission. I can't get it to quite go in gear. So we bled uh, the clutch several times and did different things and made some adjustments. So it was amazing. I'm sitting in that truck running, but I just can't throw it into gear. So we ended up pushing it onto the trailer nine 30 that Friday night between nine and nine 30 and, you know, feeling slightly defeated. You know, I really felt bad for Pat and his wife, but I'm thinking my truck is alive and it's running and it's going to slam fest. So I'm, I'm over the top, right? I'm just all giddy. And so we get it on the trailer and, uh, my son and I head out and go to the hotel get up early saturday morning we go hit the car wash and just pressure wash this thing and just years of waste just melted away yep and it was cool to see that again so now it's at the show and i'm not even through registration i'm not even i'm it's still in the trailer waiting in line to get in and people are taking pictures of the truck tagging me in it you know like they're recognizing the truck they see the truck and I'm like, are you serious? I mean, it, it just it's just overwhelming. It keeps getting better. Yes, so it does. Now the truck is just sitting there at Slamfest, and people are coming by. They see it. They're talking to me about it, and everyone is, like, super encouraging. They're like, it's not nearly as bad as what you said it was. I'm like, well, did you see this rust here, or did you see this over here? Did you see this, you know? And they're <laughs> like, man, that's his body work. We can, you know, that could be taken care of. And the interior held up, you know, really well. Um, I mean, it's faded a little bit, but
0: it held up. Yeah, there's there's far worse that have been brought back. And, you know, what I would tell people is you can also uh, follow Ed on Instagram, the infamous Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R, Ed, with some underscores in there. But um, Ed Eister on Facebook, it's E-Y-S-T-E-R. Go on and check out some of his photos yeah, Ed. I mean, to me, you know, seeing what the truck was twenty years ago, some of those cool photos, like with the bridges in the background, you know, some of those you've shared with us and we've shared in the past. And, I mean, it's such an iconic truck. Obviously, black not not an easy cup, uh, a color to kind of maintain and keep up. But I I truly think with a little bit of elbow grease that you put into it, and you know, whether it's resprayed or whatever you end up doing. You're going to find, you know, at the age that you are now for the next, you know, 5, 10, 20 years, I mean, you're going to enjoy the heck out of that truck.
2: Well, it looks like that's what's going to happen. Um Sunday, or actually Saturday afternoon at the show, you know, Madhu come up to me, you know, old school Mazda guy. And so he's talking to me about the truck and what's wrong with it, this and that. And I tell him this is where we're at. And he said, oh, okay, all right, you know, because he understands, he comprehends all this stuff. He comes back to me like an hour or two later and says, hey, look. I ordered all the parts. I got to go pick it up. We'll have this truck uh, rolling tonight. I am like, say what? He says, just give me some time. I got to get the parts. Well, I guess that maybe the parts didn't come in Saturday, but Sunday morning he's over at my truck and he's wrenching away on it.
0: Dude, Madu, and, Madu is an animal, dude. He, I mean, he can get it, he can get anything going. And he, I mean, he drove. He has the truck's Rosa truck that <laughs> that people may not know. We talked to Madu at Southern Tradition all the way back in twenty twenty. I think it was Southern Tradition when we talked to him. I can't remember, but Madu is a good dude, and he drives his truck Roadster style, state to state, no top, in the pouring rain. Dude, the guy yeah. is a dedicated dude, man. He lives
2: in, like, north Georgia near Chattanooga area, drove it all the way down to Tampa, Florida with no
0: top. Yeah, he dude. You know? I mean, it's really hard. I mean, between him and Hank... It's hard, you know, who who gives a less about just, you know, keeping the pedal stopped, you know. I mean yeah. last year when he left the show and he drove home, he got home, he told me, and his, his shoe was basically melted to yeah, the floorboard of the truck because the floorboard was so hot he had no carpet in it. And he just and and you would think, Okay, that's a once in a lifetime. The next year he just jumps back in, dude like the Dukes of Hazard style and he's He's, you know, hauling, you know what, down here.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, he he knows what he's doing, but so he's over there wrenching on it and tinkering with it, doing this and that, you know, and uh, making some more adjustments and whatever. So he was able to help me get it into gear and get it started at the same time because before we could get it started, but I couldn't throw it into gear. Or if it was in gear, I couldn't get the car started, couldn't get the truck started. So anyway... Um, we were able to get this thing in gear with it started. And I'm thinking, I'm going to go cruise this thing. You know, I haven't driven this thing in years. So I let the clutch out and I start driving it through the show. And, um, some of the friends around there from Lost Profits, you know, Tiffany and them, they were like yelling for my son, Eddie, to get over here, you know, grab the camera, give me your camera, go jump on the truck. So, uh, my tire needed air. I got a slow leak in one of the tires and uh Tiffany's daughter, Jasmine, she says, Hey, I got an air tank with a chuck on it. Meet me over the truck. So instead of me taking the short way right directly to her truck, I'm like, I'm taking the long way. I'm going to go cruise this thing. And just telling you what, man, driving this thing through the show, uh, people were yelling at us, you know, like, hey, it's Whiplash or it's alive or, you know, congratulations, whatever, you know. Uh, you know, David Shulman was congratulating me and uh, TC, you know, for Mindy madness. He was like, I didn't think you brought it and like you're driving it. And uh, just seeing friends and just the smiles and it was just overwhelming. I'm just so emotional about the whole thing. And just I got to cruise it. I got to drive it and I got to share that moment with my son. You know, he's yeah. 19 and the last time he rode in that truck, he was in a little kid's car seat strapped into it.
0: Yeah, and if you I mean it's amazing if you go out and follow Ed on Instagram, you'll see the photos we tagged him in. We actually posted a photo of your truck on September 24th, right? One of the throwbacks. And what I thought was awesome is about 30 comments, but you have I mean, here's the love of the scene, right? And you know, a lot of people look at like how many followers do people have and how many likes do they get and all this crazy madness in the world. And I look at it and say, "Look, man, I po- we posted your truck, right? One of your photos. You got Tim Berendis. Right, you have Charles the Kid Armstrong. Right, uh, of yes. Course, of course, Jamil. But you have all of these guys that that start chiming in, right? And and with all these good words, and they're like, man, because that's how iconic a Mazda is. But yours was so clean. I mean, again, black. You've got the topper, like you mentioned earlier, with the trim around it, with the windows. Of course, Colorado custom wheels. I mean, super clean. I mean, literally, the sky's the limit for you now, Ed, as far as just getting it back, you know, up to, you know, as fast as you want. I mean, obviously, to me, once you get this stuff running, I've had plenty of stuff over the years that's a pusher, right? That doesn't run, and you're like, man, I don't want to ask for help. Who do I ask? This and that. But once you get it running, where you can turn the key and it fires up, then you're like, oh, I can pull it on the side of the garage. I can work on it a little bit. You know, you're going to get up early on a Saturday and get out there, so now, as quick as you want to bring it back to life, so to speak, dude, you're you're on the rise, man.
2: Yeah, um, it's overwhelming. Is the word I just keep going back to. You know, I just I truly feel blessed, and to have so many people their encouragement and people jumping on board, it, it's just so super cool. I mean, I I don't like asking for help, and it's very humbling when you're in a your position where you don't have anything to do, but to ask for help. And there was no way, no way I was going to ask for anyone's help the week of slam fest. I mean, it's one thing to be able to ask them you know months ago. And I'm, I kind of like put it off like, no, but the week of slam fest, they all have their own projects. They're working on. They're all trying to get those last minute, whatever it is, you know, hiding wires or, uh, uh you know, polishing something or whatever happens to be. And, you know, my truck, It wasn't worth it, you know, because in my mind, you know, as far as I knew needed an engine and it was just, it was just too far gone, but I thought it might be a decent conversation starter for people to be able to see it there. And it just kept getting better and better and better. So now it runs and I can drive it and I'm able to share that with my son and, you know, we're just hanging out, you know, there are a trophy ceremony and seeing other people get their awards and I want to see who's going to win the truck. Mini Madness, uh, they gave away truck this year for the 30th anniversary, and it was really cool, and we're kind of curious, like, okay, who's going to win this truck? So we're kind of hanging out in the back, and uh, they're calling off these different awards. The next thing you know, they call me off for – you know our lifestyle podcast minis on to rise. I'm like, yeah, you gotta be kidding me.
0: Uh, you know how we do. You have got to be kidding me, dude. Joey would get decked. I told him I was gonna crack it over my knee for the award ceremony, like a Bo Jackson <laughs> throwback. But dude, you, you you earned it because you know you had your son there. You guys are cruising around, but you put that little bit of elbow grease in. And you also, you know, for the stuff you couldn't do, you know, you asked the homies or you said, hey, man, this is the challenge I'm having. And the homies, the Lost Prophets and Madu and some of the others, they stepped up and, you know, you recreated that photo. I mean, I love that, you know, you keep such great photos and things like that and, and how you do with your photo albums and stuff. But recreating that is stuff that, as you know, I love to do that kind of stuff. Madu recreated one. I think it was 2019 or 2020. Yeah. And, and it was just
2: last year, I believe. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think you were there. and. But, but you earned it for the hustle that you put in. and what we want to reinforce too is that you know the on the rise, you know you could spin it different ways. you know you could be like, okay, is it under construction or whatever but your truck really fit the mold of it because it is on the rise, right? It's back in the catbird seat, as they would say in, uh, you know definitely in NASCAR, but in many in many ways you're back in the catbird seat and, and the truck's on the rise, man.
2: Oh, well, it's much appreciated. Um, wasn't expected. So it was super cool. And, no doubt. um, well, yeah, I mean, there's definitely potential for the truck. You know, I, I walk up on stage and TC, you know, he's kind of like handing me the mic and he's like, so is there anything you want to say? Cause he knows the story that went on behind it. So I just tried to make it quick and just try to throw out some shout outs, but just kind of let everyone know. You know what an incredible experience it was. Not only just to have a truck there, but I got to drive it, and I got to cruise it through Slamfest, and I got to share that moment with my son. So, uh, just incredible.
0: Yeah, it's good stuff. And you know, I put the word out to everyone because I, you know, I told people that you know we got to take Mike out. You know what I'm saying? Because you know this next show, (laughs) you know we're talking. Because you know, I talked to a couple guys. We said, man, we got to get some graphics under the cab, and you know, some crazy body mods, and. You know, we're going to have your cab on, you know, airbags, dude. I mean, we got whatever Mike's doing, we got to go ten times. And, you know, everybody knows we're kind of kidding around. But, you know, Project Bana- Banana Hamming, just don't let him kind of pull in front of you <laughs> and, uh, you know, try to get the awards, you know, because he's going for all the trophies. <laughs> but uh, Yeah,
2: I'm going to make sure Mike stays in his own lane. Because, yeah, there you uh,
0: go. You summed it up, man. See, I was rattling on, and you just go, yo, Mike, <laughs> stay in your lane, fool. <laughs> But uh, it's all in good fun. But, dude, Ed, I mean, you know, a lot of history, you know, we could go on and on. But, you know, what I would tell people is check out Ed. Um, You know, I was talking to Marlon. Marlon Dunker lives not too far from me. Yes. And, uh, you know, I've been friends with Marlon a little over 20 years. And some go back, you know, even kind of that 30-year mark. Uh, But, you know, I was telling Marlon one time, I was like, yeah, man, you know, Ed, he's got all these good photos. And I said, I've got a lot of stuff. But, I mean, he's got a lot of stuff. and. You know, just a year ago, you brought a lot of those albums out. You got them all cataloged by date and show and things like that. And, you know, you've, you've definitely played a great part, especially in the Florida history. But, you know, really in the overarching history, you know, you fed some, you fed me some great photos of even, like, Jason Dandler's Toyota. Uh, and some mm-hmm. of those, you know, at blood drag when things were getting shot. And, you know, so I certainly appreciate you always looking out and trying, you know, even um, – you know, to feed us great stuff so that we can get our content out there. Cause like I would tell everyone, you know, we're nothing. I mean, I've got a lot of photos, but without these stories and trying to piece things together, I mean, we wouldn't be where we are today. So, you know, thank, thank you, bro.
2: I appreciate it, man. I mean, that's something I've always enjoyed doing was taking photos. I may not have been able to wrench on a vehicle like everyone else, but I love documenting these photos, you know, cause I figured, I'm going to walk around and I'm going to take as many pictures as I can, and I can be tired on Monday, but right now I'm going to be at this car show 100. And so I do. I have all these albums, and I brought them out again this year. And what was really cool is I was able to show Chuck Dog his uh, peach Civic from back in the day, and it just kind of stopped him in his tracks. And so now he's going through the albums and he's pointing out, "This is such and such, and this is this guy, and this is whoever." And He's mentioned like there was one like lowrider car that was just crazy modded, and the the roof had you know pivoted both different directions. You know, kind of like what Mike Murray's going right, to be doing right, to his Mazda. Right, That's the blueprint. But, you know, Chuck Dog. <laughs> Chuck Dog was like, I went to Home Depot and got the hinges for that roof. You know, and oh, just man. brought that great memories for him. So then I'm showing these albums to Madu, and he finds his old silver bullet Mazda. That's from awesome. back in the day. And it, it really, it made him emotional. Like, yeah.
0: yeah so he's, he, for me he's to be able to share that with, with these him.
2: guys, mm-hmm. I just, you know, I, they're not copyrighted. They're not watermarked. They're not whatever. Um, I need to get them scanned, but, uh, I just want people to be able to enjoy them, you know? So I that's know. why I'm like, I will see something and I'll drop a photo out there and I'll just try to, that's, that's how I can contribute. Good. You know, I, I might be able to find, A photo of your vehicle from a particular show and i've been trying to uh, find pictures of jason redden's brother's civic um i believe i think he said it was a a silver civic and i think it may have had blue flames on it i don't know but to be honest i probably have a hundred civics in those albums and i don't know if any of them is it or not but you know i i bring them to these shows so if someone wants to be able to flip through it and look through it man if it brings you a little bit of happiness and, you know, takes you back, you know, in that path, you know, where you were, you know, 15, 20 years ago, so be it. I mean, that's that's my contribution. That's how I can kind of give back to the scene a little bit.
0: I love it, and I love seeing Chuck Dog's van, uh, you know, back at the show. Uh, you yes. know, did a lot of mods that can dig at handles and moving the gas filler. I tried telling him, man, if he would just let me get I had the saws already. And I said, hey, <laughs> let me let me cut some T-tops into this thing, like, you know, Night Rider-ish, and we could, you know, just get the piano hinges from, like, Home Depot, dude, like the old school. But he was worried about water and stuff. I go, come on, man. I mean, Madhu's not worried about it. But, no, seriously, yeah, Chuck, I- Chuck Dog's the man, and he, you know, I got a chance to hang out with him a couple weeks ago, and, uh, you know, we got a little too crazy. I mean, he was getting crazy, but uh, in all seriousness, no. you know. He- <laughs> We we had a good time, and um, you know, there's a lot of good people, and you know, he's got a a lot of heritage, you know, in that southern area of Florida. As mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of guys and stuff down there. But I mean, dude, like I said, it, it's been cool reminiscing down memory lane. And as you continue to do whatever you decide with the Mazda, the black Mazda with the topper uh, Whiplash, you know, keep us uh, updated on it. You know, send us some photos, text them to me anytime, and. I would love to share the, the progress, but, you know, going back with Mike show next year and, and, you know, relaxing on the ranch and, and all these different events that are going to be going down in Florida, you know, sparks um, in the park uh, and so many more. Would love to, you know, see you at a couple of them and, and, and just see you enjoying the truck with a big smile, man.
2: Yeah, I would love to. Um, that's the, That's the hope and the goal for next year. Maybe I can get it out. I've got another update today that the truck should be up and running, like roadworthy within a few weeks. And Madhu um, got a hold of me today, and I don't want to say too much, but he has a few things up his sleeve he wants to help me out with. So, uh, yeah, um, some of those shows next year kind of falls in line with our fair season. You know, we're into uh, showing animals and such. So, uh, we do uh, county yes. fair, state fair, that kind of stuff. So, some of that falls in line with that, so we won't be able to make it to those. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, absolutely. We'll be uh, checking out and see what shows that we can get it to. And, um, yeah, it hopefully there's going to be some progression made this year. We'll see. But I do have other things here I need to take care of. Yep. Um, more of a priority. But at least I know, man, there's hope.
0: Yeah, this 1, is 000. a
2: possibility. This thing is not dead in the water that it is being resurrected.
0: Yeah, whatever you do, I mean, when you're writing down your mod list, I mean, maybe we can do, you know, maybe we'll keep our fingers crossed. You can get Mike with this one, do like some reverse Lambo doors or something, you know, or or like reverse no, goldwing, <laughs> where they lay down, you know, like on a push of a button. I mean,
2: uh, you know, we've, like we've the got Las the Vegas ideas.
0: Car. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, we can't give all the ideas away for free because, you know, if Mike does happen to listen... Then you know he's gonna try to do these, so you know we don't want to keep well, talking about them. But in all seriousness, right, dude, right, right, and it's it's always great linking up with you, uh, to Eric and all of the folks in Golf Breeze that continues to keep the pedal stomped. Love seeing Eric's blazer at, at the show, and just keep doing what you do. Much love, you know, to your family, and uh, let's talk more in the future about uh, one of our favorite topics, minis on the rise, brother
2: absolutely man thank you so much thank you for choosing whiplash and it was just an amazing weekend so yes you will see more of me and more of the truck
0: and there you have it ed eister the infamous mr m-i-s-t-e-r ed on instagram or ed eister it's e-y-s-t-e-r there's only a couple of those out there on facebook uh much love homie we'll talk soon
2: word thank you we
0: got you. you